welcome to episode 18 of Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this very room, this late apocalyptic wasteland right here in Venice, Los Angeles. Every week we pack seven days of video game, movie, entertainment news into a singular eardrum seducing digital show for your convenience and your enjoyment. As always, we don't ask for your money, we'll never push sponsored product on you, we'll never enable apps and YouTuber jobs that we make movies and we do this because... We love it and we want money. <laughs> uh, if you want to keep up to date with us, you can follow us at We Are Tessellate on all the social medias. Uh, our website's in beta. I said it'd be up this week, as I do every week. It, technically, it is up. It's Just funny because no I was, I was no thinking about this today. I was thinking about this today. I think we've said that since the first podcast. We have. There, were, there was about a three-month delay where I forgot about it and had to change uh, development developers, website developers. Yeah. Website Web, yeah, coders. Developers. Yeah, yeah. developers. Um, no, it is actually technically up. It's just only I can see it. Oh, nice. So, and it's delightful. I love it. That's exciting. I enjoy browsing. How it. many times <laughs> do my face, uh, does my face appear? Every single it? page. You're the error error page. <laughs> comes up. Just, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Your Alex is not in this castle. Uh, we're on, this is episode 21 now. Um, yeah, I it was episode 18. Well, hmm. technically 21 with our specials, oh, but this is ah. episode 18. Um, of Still our legal. Weekly show. Uh, yeah. So episode 18. That means this podcast is now of legal age. <laughs> Barely legal. To... Deep breath, everyone. Vote in a local or general election, serve on a jury, be tried and go to prison, make a will, get married without parental permission, stand for election as an MP or a mayor, which I had no clue, that's pretty exciting, yeah. buy alcoholic drinks in the UK, buy fireworks, buy cigarettes, view, rent or buy an 18 certificate film or video game, view or rent pornographic material, get a tattoo, place a bet in a betting shop or casino, drive a lorry but not a bus, open a bank account and if adopted you can now see your original birth certificate. So wow. if you've been waiting, she <laughs> now's the day For you get to go up to your birthday, adopted. All I want is my birth certificate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where am I from? I'm from what? Um, Asian? Yeah, but it's, uh, <laughs> if Hawaii? you want to hear more of our shows <laughs> from this opening, why wouldn't you? Um, yeah. Just go to iTunes and type in Geeks. Scroll along, you'll find us uh, easier. Just type in Tessellate, two S's, two L's. Uh, you can subscribe to us. Please do, because we need the help right now. <laughs> leave some ratings, leave some reviews. Leave subscribe. a review. Please Abuse leave a review. us. Be mean if you want. And follow us on every social media at We Are Tessellate. Um, I got to hook up a Twitch one this week as well. So where we do video games, we can Twitch ah, out cool. some video gaming Ooh. and start getting some <clears> of those things going. Um, I'm your host, Al White. I don't like handheld gaming consoles. My favorite flavor of kombucha is wild plum. And this morning, the council cut down my palm tree. Joining me today... Wasteland dwelling, bottle cap thieving, mole rat bashing, Alexander Chad. Good evening. And Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, and Siberian treasure hunting, acrobatic puzzle solving, wound magnet, Jeston. How do you pronounce your second name? Uh, Marikanda. Yeah, I'm not going to even. <laughs> I'm not treading my toes in that water. Um, so, yeah, you were here on episode. I wasn't here. I was in England. Yeah, I missed you. It was kind of. I was like, oh, the your podcast with the English guy. And then there was no English guy. <laughs> they lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> Trick to get me into like, oh. It's like that time I, they told me there's popsicles in this van. Uh, <laughs> uh, shivers. No free ice cream for um, me. But it ended the same way, right? Yeah, yeah. Disappointment. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you're smiling and sticking. One, one oh, person yeah, in a yeah, room yeah, was yeah. happy. Another yeah. person was disappointed. Another person <clears throat> had therapy. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, well, thank you for coming back. We yeah, appreciate thanks it. for having me. Uh, Nate is not with us, obviously, today because he's lazy and just doesn't care. Do you guys just like sub one person out when I'm here? Just yeah, like... just tag team. That's oh, how nice. it works. Yeah. <laughs> the capacity of this table is three only. Um, yeah, if you're not, this is we're, we're back on video now. Um, so hey, people can see me eating hey. my fries. Oh, nice. uh, if you're just listening to this, guess what? You're missing out on at least 50% of the nakedness. Yeah. Um, so just go on to YouTube and Google We Are Tessellate. You'll find all of our, our films, which you can go and watch our films if you want to. They're all just there for free. Um, and you'll find this stuff in a little playlist so you can watch our videos every week. We Are Tessellate on the YouTubes. Um, yeah, talking about naked. If you they uh, look up some of your some of your work, they'll see a half naked me. They will. It's true. If you want to see Alex's butt and potential yeah. side penis, <laughs> yeah. then uh, just freeze frame oh, away. Sideball. Is, it, is, it, is well, it a wet one? It is a wet one. It is a wet oh, one. He was in the Glistening. shower at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, steamy. I was in the pool. He was all lathered. Uh, I was super lathered. Wait, you're in the poop. Pool? No, no. I was I was in the shower. I was oh, naked. Pool. They said poo. And I was crying. I was like, <laughs> Definitely don't want to watch that scene. <laughs> we get we really see, intimate. Because you said half, like, his body. Yeah. So, like, pooping. Just the lower half. Yeah. The yeah. top half is fully clothed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's in there, like, an Eskimo. He's got a yeah. hat. Oh. Um, all right. What are we doing? We're doing a podcast. So, what have you guys been up to the last week? Let's start with our guest, Justin. Uh, just anticipating Fallout 4. Fallout 4. So yeah, when you listen to this, Fallout 4, if you listen to it on the day we put it up, Fallout 4 came out today. Yeah. So everyone's probably not listening to this and you're just playing it. They're just playing it. They're not listening to this podcast. Hello? Where is everyone? Let's retitle it. Fallout. Secrets of Fallout 4. Easter eggs. You gotta be Easter eggs. There's a lot of secrets on it, so you should probably listen to the end. Yeah, we will actually, we'll be discussing open world games. Uh, later on in the like podcast. how high can you build your building how high yeah. can you build i know it? i already know we know yeah. how many steps you can do um yeah just been doing that gross just waiting shopping. yeah <laughs> just grocery shopping Reading. and waiting for fallout yeah it's kind of it's kind of my it. life uh and then just hanging out with alex and his wife and sounds like a horrible visitor horrible yeah. life yeah it's kind of, yeah <laughs> i really did not no i had like auditions and stuff so. cool Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so for people who weren't around for the last time you guessed it, just a little, a little bit about yourself. How do you know? What's, your, what's your flavor? Uh, oh, so um, my favorite flavor is mint chocolate chip. That's oh, my interesting. Um, <clears throat> that's how I know Alex was through uh, Baskin and Robbins. We <laughs> just had this. <laughs> Met on BaskinRobbinsDating.com. We realized we were eating out of the yeah, same and cup. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then we looked at each other and we're like, oh, man, you kind of remind me of Keanu Reeves. And we both, yeah, yeah that yeah. was it, yeah. Um, we know each other. Man, you said he reminded you of Keanu Reeves? <laughs> he reminds yeah, me. Yeah. So I think you remind me. Yeah. He's like the like older circa. You're like the like like nineties. Yeah. Didn't you say were you the Parenthood Keanu? Yeah, Parenthood Keanu. Was the older Keanu? Yeah, the, like like Speed Keanu. Yeah, Speed like, Keanu. Sure. You're yeah. going. Oh, I thought I'd be more further. You'd be like not not my beard. You'd be not not Keanu. Jesus, you'd be fighting off girls at your door. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. So I'm like the Parenthood one. I'm just like, whoa, Bill yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, that's how we met. <laughs> that's how you met. Uh, All we right. met through PetSmart. PetSmart commercial, and yeah. yeah, just hit it off. Hit it off. Yeah, nice. All right. Anything you want to add to that? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we just we hit it off. Nice. All right. What have you been up to then this week, Alex? Uh, this week? What what have I been doing? Um, I don't know. That's I feel like I I've done a lot, but I haven't. Excellent. I'm caught up with some friends, uh, a good friend of mine that's visiting from Indonesia, and Justin. 
Uh, <laughs> we went out on Friday night. It was uh, it was interesting. I woke up yeah. with a mustache. You still have? Yeah, well, but did you? Because I saw so, this so tweet. I was, I was a bit, yeah. So I was scruffier in beardy. Yeah, you were. Um, and I guess at some point in the night when we made a pit stop at our house, I just, yeah. I just, just decided to shave and yeah, have a mustache. Change it up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was, was the highlight of my week. The mustache. Uh, other than that, not anything? much else. Playing anything? Uh, what have I been watching? Um, oh, you learned about hot dogs. Yeah, interesting fact about hot dogs. So, was listening to NPR the other day, and it, the scientists have been testing um, the DNA that's in food, mm. the food that we eat. Mm. And in a hot dog, in a Frank, they found it contained traces Dinosaur of human DNA. DNA. Yeah, I read about this as well. Yeah. I, I live with a food person, so I know all the horrors of hot dogs. Yeah, so we started playing a game uh, <laughs> when we were drunk. Um, well, not a game. It was a serious question. Yeah, just would and you... it was, would you rather eat a hot dog that had been mixed with a human finger or some random dude's jizz? Yeah. To... Semen. I was, Sorry. I was thinking, <laughs> uh, maybe we've got for enough of this. You know, we can do a podcast that Arnie Barbara can listen to for once. <laughs> nope. What would you, what would you rather? What would I rather? Yeah. I was I... accused of being the jizz guy. <laughs> you were accused yeah, it's just a but, sample. You're not going to see the finger. Because I was like, you're not going to... It's all finger. mixed in. What difference does I it make? I the finger. Because what difference does it make? What animal are you eating? You're just eating an animal. Yeah, yeah so meat. then, but what it's difference meat. does it make it's if meat. it's you're semen, a guy's it's semen? Because I'm not, eating, like I'm not eating the hot dog semen. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I'm just eating the meat. meat. And yeah. I'd rather eat meat than semen. It's like... But oh. you don't know it's semen because it's still <laughs> mixed with the meat. Yeah. Oh, you'd know. It's not like a. It's not like a... So you. So even though you wouldn't know, you would still prefer the semen. I would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we we went around in circles like this for yeah, hours. I could see that happening. Yeah, so <laughs> that was my that's that's been my week. That's been your week. Yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't been watching anything new. Finished watching Narcos. I love Netflix, man. I love what they're putting out at the moment. A I mean, lot fucking, of stuff is what they're putting out. Yeah, a lot of stuff good and just stuff. good stuff. It's like uh, I don't know. Beast of I feel like they've just got the courage to go out and make good shit without I don't, I don't know it doesn't feel like it's tv that seems uh, where the creativity has been stifled or <clears throat> no no producer art yeah yeah that's no, the impression tv's in a good place yeah TV definitely is. Place but like we were talking about last week there's so much fucking choice yeah where do you start much choice um yeah anyway <clears throat> way too much who is it someone no i think it was narcos because how many episodes is that 18 or 20 or 21 no or that one's only 10 oh someone fucking lied to me last night i'm yeah. talking to someone about it i was like how how long is that? And they said it's like 20 episodes. And so no, yeah, like I want to watch that. Thing, I'm watching yeah, 20 uh, it's 10, 10 one-hour episodes or 40-minute episodes. Okay. Perfectly do watchable. <clears throat> Perfectly watchable. Perfectly watchable Put that within on your a book. good time <laughs> Perfectly frame. watchable. What Alexander what Chard you, would rather semen. What'd you do for your week? week uh, thank you for asking, Jason. Yeah. He had a semen uh, friend. Uh, <laughs> I had a similar conundrum. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I have yeah, been working on the website, working on finishing up stuff, trying to get all of our company shit up online. But other than all the boring bits, I've been I've been playing quite a bit this week actually. Hey, hey everyone just got a little glimpse of your tummy. <laughs> yeah. Again, if you're not watching this, you're missing out. I'm telling. You. Now it's like preview for the movie that you're making. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's preview for the hot dog we're all about to eat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I played Halo Five this week. Uh, been trying to get through as much of that. My little, my little 
group of blue and red team. Do, blue do they have the skulls team? situation? Yeah, the skulls are crazy. Oh, yeah, the skulls in this. That's one like are my insane. favorite part of Halo. You're just like, oh, there's a guy jumping with a skull. This one's insane. So this one's, for instance, there's a skull. I haven't done the skulls on this one because it's just I don't have the time anymore. But there's one where it's only if you're playing it. If you don't do this on normal, it doesn't work. You have to be playing this on legendary. And then there's this, you know one of those huge wars that's going on in the distance with spaceships. And if yeah. you shoot this spaceship that's way way out in the distance, that yeah. looks like it's just decoration. You know, like art kind of yeah. thing background art you can blow it up with like one shot if you do it only in legendary and then it drops a skull in like a certain location you have to go to and all this shit it's just it's that is they've insane. gone fucking yeah. bananas with it um but yeah um like two episodes uh, or two whatever you want to call it chapters from the end Ooh. um it's halo it's very good it's very good the multiplayer is probably do, do, do. the best they've ever had the mobility is beautiful they've really nailed that kind of mobility of making it faster and jumping and you know boosting a bit and stuff which yeah. i was a bit of a halo purist so i kind of liked that it had a different pace for most games and as all games got faster and faster i you know i didn't want halo to do that but they found a really lovely way i think to balance nice. that much better than uh, so four. best one do, so do, far do, do, in your eyes no i mean no it doesn't so here's the thing like when they first released that trailer a couple of years ago you know of chief in the desert and he's got this hood on and shit. I was like, awesome. Oh, it's going to be something Man. really different. Yeah, It's going to be something really different and more like, because the thing that captured me about the first Taylor was always those open expanses of the world, the alien worlds. Like, I want to yeah. go to different alien worlds. It wasn't being in corridors the whole time. Yeah. Um, through the hallway. Yeah. And this alien. one was thoroughly entertaining, but a lot of corridors for like the first six, seven missions. And then yeah. suddenly it opens up and you get these beautiful worlds. Oh, and nice. Suddenly it's like, this is how it should be the whole time. Why is it not like this? It's just gorgeous. Um, and the story, I'll be honest, when you're playing co-op, I always find it's more fun. Um, but I don't pay as much attention to what's going on. And the yeah. mythology is so dense now with Halo. It's a bit confusing. Um, but the whole thing is kind of split, you know, with Locke and Chief on different teams. And you play mostly as Locke's team. And then every now and then you play as Chief's team. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole... I won't do any spoilers, but there's a whole thing to do with Cortana in it. And it's very... Um, your phone, Cortana? Your phone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, your Windows phone. Um, but it's really... The story actually seems... For one I picked up... Because I know a lot of people have moaned about the story since it came out. Some people love it, as will always be the case. I actually think it's it's a really cool dynamic. I don't think they quite nailed it. But the dynamic of being two different teams that are kind of chasing... One's chasing something, and the other's sort of chasing the other team, essentially. Yeah. It's really cool. And the way they then like go through different you know, paths and different planets to get to each other is really fucking cool. Um, and there's some great, great, great scenes in it. Um, but I'm not quite at the end. Um, I've been playing some Metal Gear Solid, trying to finally crack that, which I think I have now. I've been fultoning everything. Nice. Which is pretty much all I want to do in that and video game. And you got a game. dog in that game too. Yep. So that's Metal Gear Dog. I still just, I'm just not good enough for Metal Gear games. I get frustrated. Um, so I just... I just always liked... Uh, putting a person to sleep and then like kicking them and then picking their body up and throwing <laughs> them in the water. I'm like, ah. And then they but, drown. Like, I just want to like follow drown. the backstory of that person now. It's like he fell in the water, he woke up, he's like, whoa, where am I? Bahamas? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the last two things I want to talk about I've been doing is I watched Ash vs. Evil Dead episode two last night, uh, which I know I mentioned last week. Still love it? Fucking awesome, man. Yeah, like, yeah. And it, I was just saying last night, it's one of those very few shows that you watch where you're happy it's weekly. Normally, I see a show this weekend, it pisses me off because I'll wait for the box set or I'll wait for it to go on Netflix or yeah. whatever because I want to consume it all. Mm-hmm. That show, I mean, I'll very happily watch it all in one or two days, but to know every week there's a little party at the end of the week because it's just a party. It's yeah, just a complete yeah, yeah. party. It's just so much fun, so dumb, really well pulled off, so just ridiculously, gloriously violent and stupid. Nice. Um, I love it. Absolutely love it. 
Uh, and I think a lot of people aren't watching it just because it's on stars and no one has stars. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And Call of Duty. Call of Cod Duty. Blops. Cod Blops 3. Oh, this so that came out. That video came out. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Oh, there's a game called, uh, was it, uh, something blocks. Oh man, I'm drawing a blank on it. Um, Bloom blocks or something. It oh, was, yeah, blum, it's, blum, yeah, yeah, it's blum, a game. Yeah. Steven Spielberg when he was doing the whole like mm. video games, animation, video games. You know, animaniacs and all that. He still turned Fire. up. He just turned up yeah. the E3, didn't he? And we'll just walk into stuff. And yeah, it's just like, hey, I'm Steven. Getting cute. Oh yeah, this year, right? Getting cute, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he turned up for the hey. He wanted to see the uh, Hololens Halo thing. Um. Yeah, Coplops. So, you a fan? I want to talk about this a little bit. So, have you guys played many Call of Duties? I've only played one. The Just one. one. The Which one where you can ghosts. like uh, ghost. Really? That's the only Call of Duty you've ever played. Fucking hell! Where you can shoot the uh, the little injector pen knife thing. That's the one I play. The injector. You've only where played. You're one? Just like, woo, 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 and you shoot a knife. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. There's like a tomahawk. <laughs> I don't know. What's I don't happening. know. I guess maybe it's just. I played a Call of Duty. You get like a bow and arrow. Or you could, it's like sticks and stones. Oh, you played that online mode where you, yeah, you start yeah. with, I think that was the last a, one. A I knife see. or, bo- dude, it was so good. Or a couple then. ago. Like people would run, because you get points for every like kill you get with the knife or maybe the yeah. arrow. And then if you sh- threw a tomahawk, tomahawk at somebody, you get like they one... like deduct it. They like start at the bottom. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sh- and you, you, dude, you graduate so up weapons. Don't I'm like, you? just run and be like, tomahawk. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude. Damn, that's the only Call of Duty content you've ever played. I mean, there's that. And then there was Kevin's. Basie, that's yeah, that was, uh, I don't even know what that was about. That was the last one. But it was just like we were under some dome and had to shoot a guy as he was chasing us with like a mini mini gun. Somehow. But you never played like Modern Warfare or any of the old ones or anything. Or the, um, yeah. was that the one with like the satchel charges and <laughs> you could just blow people up? <laughs> I don't <know>. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they kind of all blur together and was like, yeah, the duties. That's what I'm saying. You have, but you've never played. The oh no, I played the one where you're. Like you're on a tank and you're like North Africa. It's like Call of Duty. Yeah, two. That, it no, was like, it's Call of Duty three. I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, it was like World War Two yeah, before World at, uh, War. World at War. That one was my favorite. Right, right, right. So back when it was old school, before yeah. it went modern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right. <laughs> so, uh, and that's <laughs> probably, my history. Of I'm Cod. assuming everyone else who's listening has played more Call of Duty <laughs> because. It's, uh, you know, it's the number one selling game every single year. Uh, it's just come out. Number one selling game, of course, um, this weekend. And um, so I've, yeah, I used to love Call of Duty. I really did. Like 15 years ago, whatever, when it first started, loved yeah, it. it was- and yeah, I loved the World War ones. Um, I loved Modern Warfare 1. And then it just became more of a roller coaster ride. And I was fine with that. It just wasn't what I wanted, but I still appreciated it. And I played them for the six to 10 hour campaign you'd have and just enjoy that. And the multiplayer is superb, just too stressful for me. Yeah, but the multiplayer dogs, is like, dude. Sorry. Oh, yeah, the dogs are nice. <laughs> just like, call a dog. Or it's like a helicopter. I'm like, I can't even take out my binoculars to like, <laughs> radar scan or whatnot. I'm like, duh. Um, Nuketown, though. But yeah, they have three. So they have three, I think, developers now um, making these games. Um, you know, in rotation. So normally they get two years on to make yeah. each one. This team, so since the original team who invented it, Infinity Ward, they had their big breakup with the A and they ran off, um, sorry, Activision, and they ran off and made uh, Titanfall. And that was actually by the original Dude, creators of Call of Duty. Awesome. Um, they've, yeah, left it. So which team is it? Oh, I can't remember the names of the teams now. You got Sledgehammer, you got 
fuck it i forgot but anyway the black ops guys are now kind of seen as their lead guys like these are the main you know the best ones that they the have the best of the best exactly and the last i've played every campaign of call of duty up until ghosts which i couldn't get through and the last year's one at advanced Warf- Warf- <laughs> Warfare, <laughs> which i couldn't get through um but i appreciated there were some things to like about advanced warfare i just wasn't enjoying it this fucking Coblop 3, man. <laughs> Holy shit. I've only played, I don't know, two hours of it. So I appreciate I don't get to speak fully about the game. But I'm telling you, that's plenty <laughs> to understand. It's so atrocious. Everything about it. So I'm going to give you three details about it, okay? <laughs> I start playing. I used, this is how angry to get me. Whenever I play a Call of Duty game, I start making a list on my phone of everything that's fucking me off. Why are you, you playing game. it? Yeah, I just can't. And it just gets... And I look at it after a few days and I've got about 50 things. It's honestly... So I'm not, I'm not going to do that because life's too short. Um, but I did it while I was playing it because I just can't help it. So you start the game and you run into a room... Uh, with your AI partner and these dudes are standing at a computer and they kick back their chairs and the chairs go like on their own wheels and they go flying back across the room um, and it's already stupid like it's already just the story's shit the character's shit I don't care the world isn't really that pretty which is crazy <laughs> for getting this all this far. money no honestly this is <laughs> just a few minutes in and I'm already like... losing the will to live but you go into this room and I'm not I wanted this to be good I'm not one of those Call of Duty haters I buy it every year because I want it to oh. be good again um, that hope man but yeah, man, like, so these chairs just go flying across the room. I run over to the chairs, cemented, cemented in place, these fucking chairs on wheels. They move when the story wanted them to move. But as soon as I go up to them, kick them, hit them, shoot them, nothing. Because they're not meant to. Like, so that was my first, like, little flag of, oh, this is a game where I'm just clearly not needed in yeah, this world. Yeah. <laughs> you walk then through and there's a dude standing there with his back to you. I go, cool, I'm going to go up and smack him in the back of the head. Go to do that. Nothing happens. Like smacking, nothing happens. Don't even turn around to look at me. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm just trying to hit him with the back of butter. Like, like, you should have been Nothing dead, happens. Man. I go around to the side of him and say, hello, can I get your attention even? He's like, nope, just looking straight forward. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I turn around. My AI partner is on like crawling <laughs> on the floor with his knife and then stalks up behind him. And then I come over and he says something like, shh, get back. And then stabs the guy in the back and the guy goes down. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, I'm honestly, I'm not needed. I am not necessary for this game whatsoever. And then, yeah, I'm playing it. So I actually did the same thing. So I just showed you guys a video of what happens just just after that. And you get in your first turret sequence about an hour into the game or just under that maybe. Um, And you get on this car as you're driving out and all these robots are coming at you and people and shit and helicopters and cars chasing you and you're meant to shoot them all in traditional Call of Duty fashion. And don't get me wrong, I'd probably still hate the game even if it did this perfectly because it's just so much and it's so dumb and it's so Michael Bay and it's just like, I don't care about any of this. It's so boring. But even if it executed that perfectly, you know, and did it like, this is a roller coaster, right? Get on board. I'm like, cool, that's fine. That's for some people, not for me. But I'm just there and it's like, this just feels, I feel like I'm, not doing anything you just touch the trigger and things just ignite around you and i was yeah. like this just feels so weird and there's a video online you can youtube it and google it um this dude who stops playing he just puts the pad down 40 seconds into that section i'm talking about and just sits back and everything just continues to explode <laughs> around yeah. you people just fall over cars just explode helicopters explode and then your partners next to you who are in the tank with you or whatever it is jeep actually say to you like good shot for something <laughs> when you haven't touched anything you put the pad down on the table it's just and it goes on for that, that entire scene you won't die you will not die you cannot die there are hordes of fucking robots coming at you yeah. climbing up chappies. on you yeah, yeah chappies, chappies coming at you. <laughs> you will not die um 
And I honestly, there are a lot of people like Call of Duty sympathizers because there's so much backlash of people going, oh, fuck Call of Duty, it's shit. You know what? It's not shit because it hasn't been shit. They've made spectacular games. They get out normally in a two-year cycle, probably one of the best multiplayers in the industry. Uh, these ones do the zombie thing, you know, as well, we, yeah, which is brilliant. They're great. This one's got Jeff Goldblum. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. And a campaign. There's Wait, a lot Goldblum? of content. Like Jeff Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum is there, doing incredible lines of dialogue. That's it's so good. Um, Almost worth the price of admission just for that. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. You're getting a lot of content. So if you get it, if you need cob blobs in your life, I get it for the multiplayer, for the zombies. If you're one of those dudes like me, and there are quite a few who are like, I just want to play the campaign. I'm not going to enter into the you know, sadomasochist world of playing online. Um, <laughs> don't fucking do it because it's just inexcusably bad for a developer with this much money and three years to make such a sham and it just feels to me like if michael bay took that side of just soullessness but then had the production budget and the creative team of uve bowl to make a make a film that's what it feels like it's like <laughs> what if you had someone with no talent but whose one attribute is lots of money and entertainment and then teamed them up with someone who has zero entertainment and you you make uh, yeah, Black Ops Ring. Do you think people are going to catch on though? Or do you think they've got such a loyal, strong fan base and such a huge name and reputation behind them that they can just keep bringing, churning I, them out and people will just you know, just keep taking that number one spot? I was going to say, I think it's just that multiplayer aspect because yeah. <clears throat> it's really addicting. It's familiar. It's kind of what we've all talked about before where it's, you can come back to it anytime you yeah, want. Yeah. You know what it is and it's just you have slight uh, increased response times and you can kind of tell when you're good and you're mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really what people drive to do. And like the zombies, and you got Jeff Goldblum, you know, he... Yeah. But I was thinking, you're the- buying like a little... You're buying a <laughs> present package. That was always the thing. of like, look, you get multiplayer, yeah. which is, it's so big it should be its own game. Yeah. You get zombies, which is so I, big it should be its own game. And I never remember it for its like story mode, whatever, campaign, I guess. Yeah. You know, like the only one that was kind of interesting was back... Or to me... Uh, was back when it was like the World War Two ones because it was like, oh, it's got history. It's got some kind yeah, of like yeah. element of something to learn from it at least. Yeah, yeah. But, like you could go back <coughs> and kill baby Hitler. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jed Bush it. Um, yeah, but Bush the real it. question is, when are they going to, I guess, answer the call to duty? <laughs> <laughs> Make a good story. But uh, yeah, Satchel uh, Charges, yeah. Tomahawks. And, and duty. Yeah. Duties. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like it's always gonna regardless. Like, most people don't play the campaign, but as stats show every Newtown year, and we it, talk yeah. about it all the time. This game and Madden in America, and this game and FIFA in the UK and Europe, mm-hmm. they're the two games that ninety percent of people on consoles buy every year, and the only two games that they buy every single yeah. year. That's it. That's all they purchase. It's the variety of the uh, multiplayer. I think that's really what yeah. announced it because the you know like you got was it. Uh, the one where you start off with a gun and you keep upgrading for yeah, all the yeah, kills, yeah. then you have the sticks. I don't know if they still so have it where you have like a knife and a thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you accumulate the most money. And then there's one where you just have one bullet in your yeah, gun that as one well. Too, that one's cool. super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are really new ones that they've just introduced the last couple of years. Like they're still improving it and finding a cool way. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm with it. If you're buying for multiplayer, yeah, do that's it. Where it's, at. it's great. It's not for me. It's too hectic. I prefer Halo personally. I don't get angry for some reason when I'm dying. I think it's all the <laughs> primary colors. It doesn't make me as angry. Yeah. Look but, at the um, rainbow guy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> shoot him <laughs> the halo multiplayer by the way is spectacular it's so good that's definitely the best halo just jump multiplayer in the Jeep, bro <laughs> anyway that's, War- that's what i've been doing i've been i've been getting angry <laughs> um all right it's real anger too it's so good. yeah honestly man i guess it drives me up i yeah. think it's inexcusable that they get away with it but anyway um 
Yeah. We're going to start a podcast, as we do every week, with Nate's Blowdown. Blowdown. Nate's not around this week, I'm afraid. So I'm going to read through him really quickly. Um, I'm gonna Are you going to do the voices? No, I'm not going to. <laughs> That's a Nate speciality. <laughs> I'm not touching his voices without written voice. consent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I don't want this podcast to just be my voice, though, so I'm just going to read through them. And do you, you want guys, me to read some? You guys chime in. I tell you what, um, I'll just be it's difficult because some of them need you need to know because I've done them for me to read, if you see what no, I mean. Okay. We might give you the game once. We'll see how it goes. Uh, all right. We've got, in the movie news, we've got 14 points here. Number one, the trailer for Charlie Kaufman's uh, Anomalisa, I presume you could call it, uh, which is out December the 30th. That, uh, the trailer came out this week. He is the writer of Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind, being John Malkovich, adaptation. Yeah! And it looks pretty special. People are pretty excited about this movie. Um, what do you guys think? You just watched the trailer. Uh, first impressions uh, was that I thought the, the characters looked like his puppets in being John Malkovich. The design of them, they're, they're how they looked. Remember the John Cusack's little puppet? In oh, his yeah, puppet yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a similar kind of look. No, sorry, I'm just going to check the cameras, okay? Okay. Uh, secondly, I just thought, what a fucking brave idea to make a feature film, pretty mainstream feature film, yeah. and an adult stop animation film. I thought yeah. that was. I think that's awesome. I think that's just incredibly great. It's not a, like a comedy because I feel like a lot of yeah. stop animations like comedy or woo, it's a kid's thing. Yeah, or a kid's thing. And this is like yeah. real sort of more serious adult themes, yeah. which I think is incredibly brave to kind of think yeah, people were going to watch this. And I like it because I feel like when you have a movie like that, you have these actors that you see and you've seen them in other movies. So you kind of don't get fully as involved or invested or at least I don't as much because I'm like oh I've seen you in this other thing but yeah, yeah. when you have puppets or things I feel like you're able to invest more like really be a part of that story interesting yeah what do you think Al? yeah I think it's um, the tone of it seems beautiful mm-hmm. and I do miss him like he doesn't write as much it looks like a painting too uh, yeah yeah that, yeah like you're saying an interesting structure in them the lines and stuff yeah. it's weird yeah. and I'm not sure if that plays into anything or if that's just design um no, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. It's, it's one of those films that I hope it is genuinely as moving as I feel I want it to be, yeah. rather than me sitting there going, I'm going to have to come out of this and say it's spectacular, even though I just kind of like it yeah. because I feel like I should say it's spectacular, yeah. if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, excited. And very different. And very soon, it's like December the 30th. So. Yeah, it's cool. That's I cool. did not know about that at all. It just came out of nowhere for me. Um, all right, number two, the uh, World of Warcraft trailer finally hit. Yes. From Duncan Jones, just called Warcraft. 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 In a war where there's crafting of war. <laughs> <laughs> Full of crafty, crafty orcs. Um, all right, what do you guys think of this? So this is a big deal because this is one of, it's seen as one of the two hopes, this and Assassin's Creed, as the films yeah. that are going to change the direction of video game to movie adaptations. Everyone's been really excited. Yeah. BlizzCon came around, they finally unleashed this trailer. Much more substantial than I thought they were going to do. I thought the first thing they released would be a tiny tease. Yeah. This is fucking huge. This is like, like a two and a half it. minute yeah. full-on trailer showing everything, basically. Yeah. How do you feel? Alex? Uh, first of all, I mean, I haven't played Warcraft or have sort of Warcraft. been in that world since the original Warcraft, like in when yeah, back Oh, the original, like original, the, the original. Oh man, orcs, orcs versus humans. Yeah, you never played like it way back in the <sighs> wow. day. Warcraft, Warcraft Two. <laughs> um, 
So it kind of made me a little bit nostalgic for that. And then afterwards, I just got bored and I didn't Job's like it. Done. Uh, I didn't like the look of it. I thought, I thought there was too much separation between like the CGI and the real world. You didn't stuff. like the Shrek baby? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Shrek <laughs> baby. It was that... all just too jarring oh, for me. Like Shrek it didn't origin. feel, it didn't feel cohesive. Yeah. yeah, it was just like these. I mean, these which look like a video game, and uh, it looked. You have to bear in mind, awful. yeah. I mean, you know, this is. It's not finished yet. When the Jurassic World trailer came out, some of the CGI looked awful in that sure. trailer. Um, but yeah, I was really disappointed personally. Um, I thought I liked the tone of the orcs having some real pathos to them. I thought yeah, that was yeah. really cool. Um, so it could still win me over with if it has enough soul in the characters. Kind yeah, of thing. that's what I'm thinking too. But yeah, at the moment, I don't know. It kind of looks like Lord of the Rings meets Avatar and could end up being who knows what. I don't know. I'm just stoked to see I'm, some of the lore of <coughs> warcraft on the big screen because i like warcraft um i just thought it was i, I don't know how much of the actual story because i heard that he's act uh actually is taking both sides uh, and trying to make it as evenly balanced because yeah uh that's kind of how the games were it's like oh there's two sides yeah there's not a good and an evil <clears throat> kind of thing yeah it's, yeah and so i'm excited to see that but visually i'm like oh yeah but a here, lot of things, take my mind, I guess. Yeah, it's Duncan Jones. <laughs> so, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but for me, yeah, that was a big. It's oh, Jeff fuck. Goldblum in it. It's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Um, he was the Shrek baby. Was yeah. he? <laughs> uh, all right, number three. The Russo brothers said that they're just putting the final touches to the first official Civil War trailer. Uh, it was. Uh, this is the obviously Captain America three. Spidey going to be in the trailer? Well, this is the thing. So it was originally rumored to be attached to Spectre. Wait, it wasn't. Um, it's now rumored to be attached to the Force Awakens, but that's a little that's a little ways away from where they're at with it. So it's possible they'll put it up online maybe beforehand or something. Um, although maybe they won't. Maybe they'll wait. Um, but early word says that Spidey won't be in the trailer. I disagree. I think. You think they're I, gonna? I disagree. <laughs> and I have no knowledge to base that on. <laughs> yeah. What's your source on that? My source is that Marvel is smart, and um, if they release a Civil War, like, because here's the thing, we know the whole you know fuss about the deal with sony and getting spidey on and real fans like are into all that shit the general public have no fucking clue they they're confused to begin with why does it say marvel at the beginning of a spider-man film by sony and then it says marvel studios at an event and why is no one in the same you know they don't really mm-hmm. you talk to people about oh yeah why isn't that person in that thing like mm-hmm. they don't understand um so for them not to just come out guns blazing and just put i, I mean i think it'll just be a shot like mm-hmm. i think it'll be a shot at the end or something of like spidey just landing or some shit or maybe even not in the suit, maybe just him as Peter Parker, but whatever, they'll establish it clearly, I think, for the general public to be, here's why you should be excited, uh, personally. But we'll see. So, yeah, you have to just help me fill in the gaps here. Civil nope. War, nope. no, but <laughs> the Spidey film's going to follow Civil War. Is yeah, there going to be a new Spidey yeah. film? Yeah. yeah, so there's another Spider-Man reboot, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man 7. Um, okay. Essentially, I wonder um, but he'll be introduced in Civil War. He will not. You're not going to get. I actually met someone the other day, who fuck, who was it? Oh, I can't say anyway, probably. But I met someone the other day who knows quite a lot about what's happening with the Spider-Man stuff because they know the, who's the people are writing it or whatever and what's going on. Was it a bitter Toby Maguire? <laughs> it's it was. <laughs> It was, it was a drunk Toby Maguire. Oh, it was just, right? <laughs> just turned up at my door, <laughs> uh, singing the theme tune. 
Um, no, but from what I've heard, and obviously it's just rumor and conjecture, yeah. is that um, it will not be an origin story. So you won't get that Thank origin goodness. again. Like it will really be. It will be, you yeah. know, suggested, but it's going to be. Oh, does his uncle die? <laughs> I don't know. But I think that's why he's going to be in Civil War. So you'll have him kind of already established, and then they can suggest that his backstory by talking about it rather yeah. than. I just want him out of it. like high school already. I'm just tired of seeing him go to oh, high this school. This is all high school, though. So this, this is a 17 year old <laughs> Spidey, and all Marvel want to do is keep him in high school yeah, because, like, yeah, yeah like, for the whole time. Yeah. Um, all right, number four, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them has its first press show that photos released starring Eddie Redmayne as Newt. This Harry Potter prequel mm. being directed by David Yates, who directed the final four Harry Potter films. Um, it has just been announced that it doesn't really have a lead and it has four main characters and it's going to be more mature than the previous films set in the Harry Potter universe. The first one hit cinemas on November the 18th. 2016 so in oh, a year's like, time wait in a couple of days in a year's yeah. time <laughs> dude um do you see these do you see these pictures i saw the picture I of think, eddie yeah i saw that you one too <clears throat> um they just got me excited yeah i thought this looks i think i put a thing on my twitter or something saying i'm sorry but i think this is going to be better than any of the harry potter films and i really like a lot of the later harry potter films yeah um i i find it weird david yates this will be his fifth essentially harry potter film which is kind of i feel like another a new director would be fun yeah because i feel he's done everything he's sh- is he just going to do the fur uh, is there going to be a bunch of it's going to be a bunch of them but i have no so idea is he, what's the yeah. story where's how where's what's the setup of these? well it's tied into the book when the book was essentially like this it was more like a it's a book that is within the harry potter universe that they before. use yeah yeah um, as a compendium of beasts in the world and like lore uh, yeah, in the world. Sorry, I know about and this guy yeah. knew it was meant to have gone and found it, yeah. so it's his story. I remember now. But yeah. but J.K. Rowling herself has adapted it into the screenplay and mm-hmm. she's never written the screenplay before. So this is the first time she's herself Ooh, like JK <laughs> So it will be shit. Um No, he looks <laughs> he looks great though. Like he looks Eddie Redman, yeah. I'm like, oh, so it'll be like a Harry Potter film, but more mature and with actors who can act. Yeah. Is he playing Stephen Hawking? The whole yes. time. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you. He looked you. a little bit like Doctor Who in some of these, which worries me. Yeah. That was kinda... uh, number five, Ryan Johnson, the director of Brick and Looper, is now confirmed to not only be directing Star Wars Episode Eight, but also writing it. What? Uh, he is then followed by Safety Not Guaranteed and Jurassic World director Colin Trevorrow with Episode Nine. I say followed, obviously, without the in-between films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that? Star- You're the biggest. Is, is he a bigger Star Wars fan than you? I'm more worried about the uh, the last <laughs> dude. Please tell us. Oh, you're more worried about Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. More worried about Jurassic World being Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I <clears throat> I don't know if I bought into his Jurassic World fully. I didn't. Even see so it. I don't. I love it, but I agree it doesn't have the character necessarily needed. Yeah, it lacked like a bit of soul, soul, and I didn't care about the characters. You didn't care about Chris yeah, Pratt I, catching flies out of the. I end. mean, I, I'll always care for Chris Pratt, but. Think of the dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, it was nostalgic and it was wonderful. There were wonderful parts, but as a whole, did I like it? Did I? You didn't like get it. 20, did I get? <laughs> did I get? <laughs> did I get? I, I got twenty minutes in, and I was like, I don't care about these characters. Oh, I remember we were in cinema together. That's when I heard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait me up with the dinosaurs break out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but how do you feel about Ryan Johnson and writing and directing the new Star Wars? I mean, who wrote who wrote Force Awakens? I haven't even followed that. Uh, the, I think it was the guy that did oh, I don't know. Uh, Return point. of the Jedi. He helped with. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was him and JJ. That, yeah, that 
that touch think, what's his I name um put my phone down yeah, i forgot his name but you they guys were at a coffee shop oh, and they were talking about it for like hours and hours and eventually they got like an idea and then they kind of went with it right right, right, right. <clears throat> i think that's what i saw like an interview or something um i have heard apparently they've all been talking to each other so jj said even though he's overseeing everything he doesn't dictate anything so ryan yeah. johnson's come to him and actually said hey i'm wanting to do these things with right. number eight so well, do you mind right. like putting these things into the force awakens to help me set up my story for number eight oh, that's awesome. so he is going both ways like ryan johnson gets to influence what happens in force awakens a little bit to help set it up properly yeah. it's not just like this one's this and this one's this and you know yeah they have a good proper thread which isn't dictated by one individual that's pretty cool you're thinking well if you're thinking about it you can yeah no i, I think I, I just i i need to take it one film at a time <laughs> <laughs> too much excitement I yeah because i mean uh, do you trust him though do you like break and looper and all that stuff yeah yeah of course definitely for sure um that's why i feel less nervous about it. but i'm just <laughs> wondering if someone's gonna like wear a face mask thing you know like bruce willis it up <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and i'm gonna let the dog out of this room <laughs> Bam. Not you, you, you um, Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, episode eight, I'm excited for. Yeah. Jurassic World director on episode nine. I don't, I don't know. I feel like. I can understand why they're doing it, but yeah, I don't know if in four years time, it will seem like a good idea. Yeah. He's a lovely guy. Maybe they'll change. I mean, you know, they change things. Projects come up. Yep. They may be like, whoa, episode eight was super dope and you kind of want to do nine. Maybe we should hire you again. Yeah, yeah. And do and a single was, shot for... Yeah. He, he might be given more freedom now because <clears throat> he has made... You know, he rewrote Jurassic World, but in a very tight circumstances. Mm. Um, so it could be now that like with the amount of money that made <laughs> yeah, that they're going to let him have a bit more a bit of a more. creative say in it and put more charm. Because yeah. he had a lot of character and safety not guaranteed. That was, you know... A lot of charm to it. We've lost. I that. mean, I think I think it's great that JJ Abrams is overseeing it all. I think it's great that he's overseeing. Yeah, it. and I mean, and that's what George Lucas needed to do with the prequels. He just needed to step back and be yeah. like, yeah, "These are us. my people. These, this is the kind of story I want to tell. Uh-huh. You're all way more creative and intelligent than me." Yeah, there needs yep. to be a person to say no. That's well, that's what, because yeah. that's what happened in one, two, and three. No one said. But then no different people yeah. putting in their creativity because yeah, that's yeah. that's. I mean, the originals were that. Like George didn't direct them all, yeah. but yeah. he oversaw them like, all, hey, and that's why it worked. Yeah. Uh, George, I, I don't think we should do that. No, we should do it. We should have the Goongans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number six, Gunnar Hansen. Sad news, I'm afraid. The original Leatherface from uh, 1973, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, died this week at the age of 68, uh, which is pretty young. How did he die? I knew you were going to ask that. As I was writing this out, I thought Chainsaw. Alex is going to fucking ask me how did he die. <laughs> and my internet's playing up, and I can't be bothered to click this link <laughs> and read the entire article. Uh, which makes me sound horrible. He died of heartbreak. Heartbreak. <laughs> um, cool no, <laughs> seriously, very sad news. So, uh, sorry. Uh, where does that rank in your uh, horror movie? I hate the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it's the most overrated horror film ever made. There you go. Number seven. She must be very sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he died. He does a good performance in it. He died of a heartbreak. A very <laughs> he did physical die of heartbreak. He doesn't like my movie. <laughs> It's the worst no, horror movie ever made. I think it's a piece of trash. I think they're unintentional. <laughs> he's dead, Al. <laughs> he's dead. Wow. No. Way to just kick a guy I while he's in the I just said he does a great physical performance, but I think yeah. the film itself is a piece of trash. Uh, number seven. <laughs> in case I wasn't clear. <laughs> 
The salaries for the lead actors of Age of Ultron has been released. Oh, this is interesting. Are you gonna guess? Yeah, let's play. Let's Let play me the guess. Game. The ladies got less. I'll give you the spectrum. Yeah, and then I'll give you the actors, and okay. you kind of try and place them in a rough Sweet. order. This will be fun. Okay. This could be instead of our quiz because I don't have the energy. I think to I know who's top. I think I saw this. Was this list of sure Forbes? You know top, top. Uh, it was top. on some money site. Um, all right, so it spans between forty million and two point eight million. Oh, okay, I thought forty million was the starting <laughs> yeah. point. No, okay, forty to two point nine. That's okay. but that's a big breadth. Yeah, so wait, forty million to for your 2. top 8. six for your six actors. Okay, you have. I'm mixing them up here, obviously. Yep. Jeremy Renner. Maybe I'm not. Maybe he's in the final. No. You got Jeremy <laughs> Renner. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Evans. Robert Downey Jr. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Mark Ruffalo. Okay, yeah. I know he's How about you give us like three, two I, options per person? I know person. he's top. I'm sure you do. Yeah. The top one's easy. Wait, Robert Downey Jr. Obviously. Yeah. Robert 40 million for million. that one film. For the one film. Dude. That's why he's doing the extension just down the road from my house. <laughs> Dang. Um, anybody, any other guesses then? Who's the, who's the bottom? Uh, Jeremy Renner? No. No, wait. Who else is? Scarlett Johansson? No. Who else is there? Who's on this list? I don't remember. Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo. And Chris Evans. Mark Ruffalo's the bottom. Mark Ruffalo is the bottom. Yeah. 2.8 million. Because he's got that back in. It's because he's the best actor out of all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's why. So you don't get 40 million, you get 2.8 million. Yeah. Because you're going to do more. Yeah. Um, Better stuff. Do you want to play or shall I just read them out? No, no, keep just, going. Uh, so okay. Who's second then? Who's second? Second, second I'll, from the top. I'll tell you how much. Okay, so it goes from 40 million, Robert Downey Jr. Yep. The second is 20 million. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. No. No. Hemsworth guy. Scarlett. No, it is Scarlett, yeah. Uh, 20, 20 million. million. Yeah. But you have to understand in terms of film terms, that would make sense because she's as famous as Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And actresses make half as much money as male actors. That so. is true. Um, not that's just science. Um, <laughs> number three, then Chris Evans. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Six point nine million. That's a that's big all. drop. Six point nine. Forty million. Robert Downey Jr. Six point nine for Chris Evans. And I would argue at this point, I like Chris. I know Iron Man was like that was the you know the leading flag for Marvel. Yeah. I feel Captain America's particularly Winter Soldier. He's got a lot of people go to see Captain America. Dude, now. he. I like the storyline in that because it's not just like, hey, I'm cool, zany, funny, whatever. It's got like... Yeah. I like when the first one out, I was like, oh, dude, that sucks, man. Like his whole history of what he had, like the people yeah. they lost. I'm like, dude, that's kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the second one yet. I'm like, I want to. Um, yeah, I want the second one. Yeah, oh, I dude, know. I heard so it's like good. super good. So much better than um, the first one. But yeah, and then after... That like Peggy Carter got her own short, like it yep. branched out a lot more, and her show was like interesting too. Yeah, it's good. Um, what's her name? Uh, Haley Atwell. She's a really yeah, good yeah. actress. Yeah, she's British, great. man. Agent Carter's a good show. Yeah. Um. So the gap is Jeremy Renner, Chris Hemsworth. Which order do they go in? Chris Hemsworth under Chris Evans. No, you're wrong. No, it's Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Oh, he's on top of Chris with six point one, <laughs> and then Chris Hemsworth second to last, still with five point four million. I would have thought Hemsworth million. was a bottom kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I did think he was a top. Anyway, yeah. I just found out. Yeah, quite interesting. You can have six people working alongside each other, equal footings, and forty million to two point eight million. Like, that's, Dude, it's a bit tough. Imagine they all they all go I out mean, and it's like Robert, you've got this bill. Yeah, you keep picking up the tab. Number eight. Despite losing their director with inspired choice of Sofia Coppola for the live-action version of Disney's The Little Mermaid, the film isn't done. 
they're still going ahead. They just don't have a director. Uh, and Chloe Grace Moretz has just been cast as Ariel. I think you're going to say she's going to direct. Yeah. She, she is, is like, going uh, to <laughs> make it all herself. She's going to be, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's the girl from Let Me In, Kick-Ass, and Carrie. Uh, she just turned 18. Legal. Well, she's legal to, do to all direct the things, it. All the things we said. <laughs> you can now find out who your real birth parents are, Chloe. <laughs> yeah. It's of, it's of your, uh, your legal right. Um, yeah, just, her as Little Mermaid. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Yeah. Little Mermaid's innocent. Yeah, there's this innocence and yet provocativeness about it. It's kind of yeah, weird. It might be just, the seashell boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I feel like Chloe Grace, <laughs> whatever, has kind of more of this attitude to her. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. She's really hard, quite short and stumpy. Edge. And I don't mean like she's fat or anything, but I mean she's she's got a short, stocky kind of look to her. Like she, she doesn't seem like she'd live in the sea. Is what I kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel see, Ariel, like yeah. a lot of the Disney princesses, is very elegant. And I yeah, and very polite and nice. And they're just kind of curious. They have that general curiosity. What are people are? <laughs> I just know Under the Sea, man. Like, who's going to play, you know, uh, Sebastian? Who's playing yeah, I'm Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Renner? <laughs> Jeremy Renner. <laughs> he needs the money. Hey, was, Mark uh, Ruffalo, <laughs> 2.8 million. Get him. Sure. Get him to play all the fish. I was doing this uh, catering gig once. And I was just handing out champagne and whatnot. Um, and champagne. 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 Um, and it was, like, it was for this uh, fashion company. So there's all these sort of like fashion-y, fashion-y pretentious dresses. people. Or wankers. But this old man comes what? up, turtleneck, crazy sort of like aviator fade kind of tinted glasses, slick back hair, tweed jacket, maybe in his 70s, comes up to me. Sees me as probably like the only guy there. He wants to start sharing some jokes. And he's like, so I'll tell you this joke. He's like, this, these two guys go to this uh, 20-year reunion and they look over at the bar and there's a guy over there. And they go, hey, who's that muscly guy? He looks a bit like Jimmy. And they go over and like, oh, shit, it's Jimmy. He's like, hey, Jimmy, how'd you get so big and muscly? Like, what's going on? And Jimmy's like, oh, one day I went scuba diving. And um, I noticed that there was this mermaid. She was trapped in a net. So I freed her and I took her out we swam to the surface and she's like um I'll give you three wishes oh and that's right and they're like Jimmy you're like so big and muscly but you you've got this your, your head's like small your body's so big now and so and she's like I'll give you three wishes and he's like I want to be rich and she's like boom you've got all the money in the world and she's like What's your second wish? And he's like, uh, well, didn't look at me. I'm a real skinny guy. I was a real skinny guy at school. Nobody liked me. I was always skinny. I want to have a body like a god. You know, I want to have a big muscly body. Boom. Big muscly body. And then he's, he's like, third wish, anything you want. And he's like, well, I'd like to fuck you because you're a beautiful mermaid. And she's like, well, Jimmy, you can't do that because I got a tail. And he's like, okay, then how about a little head? <laughs> and that was the joke a random old dude told me when I was doing a catering job. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> the Witcher is getting a movie. Uh, the Sean Daniel Company, which produced the Mummy movies for Universal, will bring The Witcher to movie theaters in 2017. <laughs> oh my god. Ow. I can barely get the sentence out. Um, if I'm not mistaken, The Witcher already has a movie in Russia or somewhere. Oh, that makes sense. The Witcher. Um, the Witcher. Yeah, which looked... I saw a trailer for it last year or this year. It looked Looking fucking... Looking for the Witcher. <laughs> horrendous. Um, so, yeah, another game movie. So, 
to follow on from our Warcraft uh, bit earlier, you got Duncan Jones handling Warcraft, Michael Fassbender starring in and producing Assassin's Creed, Tom Hardy apparently fronting Splinter Cell, and the Kings of Summer director attached to Metal Gear Solid, um, although that might what? fall apart. Um, one has to be good. <laughs> I'm going with sure. Fassbender. So yeah. Yeah. You remember last week we said one of these two will probably be good? So yeah. I'll lean over here awkwardly. Um, <laughs> And Nate said, nope, both going to be shit. Doesn't believe it. I am right now, and I wish he was here, because I would, I would do a bet. I want to do our first podcast bet. Whoa. And what I are would, you putting would, on the line, Al? I would take anything he wants. Uh, pretty much anything. Firstborn. Assassin's Creed <laughs> is going to be fucking brilliant. Yeah. There you go. It's, yeah. it's, the, same, yeah. same tell you, it's the same director as Macbeth. It's and the Marin same Cotillard, DP so. as Macbeth. You have Marion Cotillard. You've got... Fastbender producing and acting in it. The same fucking direct. Have you seen any part of them at best? Like, the, have you seen no. the trailer? Yeah. Spectacular, mm-hmm. man. And the DP's sensational. Yeah. Well, have that team doing Assassin's Make Creed. I mean, as long as the story is good. Cause, but the story for Assassin's Creed, there's no reason why you can't have a spectacular film series from yeah. that story. Like, there's absolutely no reason. a lot reason. of history. History, man. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm saying it right now. That's going to be the one. Yeah, that's, that's the one. The one. Like, no, yeah, I agree. I was just thinking of Splinter Cell, and I feel, yeah, right. that's gonna probably just—it's not gonna oh, be Jason bad. Bourne? But it'll just be like samey. So oh, you yeah. mean the Jason Bourne yeah, film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it is. So. Uh, number ten. Oh, synchronized drinking. Mm. Activision Blizzard. Keanu. <laughs> Activision Blizzard what? has formed their own production studio. So here we go. Even more movies. Oh, news. Blizzard. Uh, yep. Yes. They'll be making a Call of Duty cinematic universe not just the film Wait, blizzard's gonna do it you, well activision oh. blizzard's because they're yeah. um cinematic fucking universe so they're getting on the marvel bandwagon and the everything else star wars bandwagon. Oh, okay. i'm just trying to um, think um the first uh, release is planned for 2018 or 2019 oh, they american sniper 2 yeah <laughs> <laughs> this Will time I've got more that's what people are saying is have you seen the trailer for that new michael bay film <laughs> That's um, oh yeah, oh, was yeah. It t- 13 the John Krasinski one. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what is this? So they're saying, can they can they get it out in time? Would they could just brand it Call of Duty? Yeah, <laughs> um, it essentially looks exactly like my, that. Yeah, that's what it would. Be. Will the swivel chairs move in these movies? No, no, <laughs> they wouldn't no. even have swivel will, chairs. Will people not turn around whilst <laughs> people hit them on the head? Yeah. Well, there's so be people... that one character that <laughs> yeah. no this one is notices. The thing. When I first read this, I it made me want to throw up a little bit in my mouth. But then I thought this is probably the perfect place. This is they should then just make Call of Duty multiplayer discs and digitals like those yeah. are games, and their campaigns turn them into movies because you don't want us to fucking play them anyway. <laughs> yeah. So just let us at least sit back and watch them and have a brew while we yeah. do it. Number eleven, the first photos of Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange leaked. Oh, I didn't Did anyone see that. see that? No, I didn't. No? You Google it. Yeah. You'll get a lot of fan art when you Google it. Uh, you don't want that. <laughs> Weird. You want the real art. stuff. Yeah, you don't. You gotta he, he looks great. Turn that safe. Caesar in Nepal, I think. There are photos mm. of him on set, um, running, walking up and down the street. There's what a bit of video as well. Oops, I said Harry Cumber Patch. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's his vegetable <laughs> counterpart that gets <laughs> all the roles. Benedict Cumber Patch, baby. I was like, Cabbage Patch, baby. <laughs> he has a great beard, and it got me really excited for Doctor Strange. I was suddenly like, oh my god, Marvel really do know what they're doing, even though they occasionally mess up. There, nope. is that no, that's not it. That's, none yeah, of this is it. <laughs> no, this is that's what I mean. You're gonna get a lot of shit. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. That's um, that's not him. You have to go down quite a way if you Google this and image search it. Um, no, that's that's Sherlock. Yeah. Um, let's this is see. good air right uh, now. That's a blue. Why don't you, um, why don't you? <laughs> that looks like the Count of Monte Cristo. 
<laughs> there he is. Oh. Oh, there he is. There's some better photos, but that's a quick cut. Oh, nice. They have him kind of with the colors, but it's yeah. modern day, so. In a hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. He looks like um, kind of like a rock climber. Yeah, that's the original photo. Dr. Rock Climber. But there's there a whole is. bunch you can see of him like walking Dr. around. You know, he also kind of looks like James McAvoy in that photo. It does a little bit. Oh, it looks great. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Um, also did, uh, how I was recently? served by a guy at a diner the other day who looked like the love child of James McAvoy and Topher Grace. Did he, did he try to tell you a joke about a guy named Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. Um, tells me that joke. <laughs> hey, I got a joke for you. Actually, I'm going to leave that. 13, we've got two more pieces. It uh, looks like the slave layer bikini outfit, which we talked about last week, mm. uh, <coughs> uh, is going to be phased out of all future Star Wars merchandise by Disney and Lucasfilm. They're basically trying to forget it existed now uh, uh, and get rid of it. Why? Because it's uh, all the Jesus. reasons. <laughs> it's too good. Too good. Because uh, all the reasons Carrie Fisher got into it's like saying, you know, it was from its time and it was sexist and all this stuff. Um, and it's haunted her her whole life. And they're now trying to get rid of it because they think it's a too much of a sexist look for Disney. I think this started because there's a comic book artist called J. Scott Campbell, who's a really great comic artist. Um, and he was working on the Star Wars Marvel stuff or something. And he tweeted out something saying, we're not even allowed to draw Leia in any sort of provocative poses or anything. And he draws a lot of women in provocative poses normally. Yeah. And I think there was some sort of back and forth with him and he revealed a bit too much and really... Uh, and then it started the whole thing and Disney had to get a bit involved. They haven't confirmed this. Jabba would be turning in his grave. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, someone did come out to say, yeah, we are phasing it out. Like, I mean, I get, I get it out, out of uh, context. I mean, not out of context. If it's that garments and whatnot on is... On your mic, no, no, on your mic. Oh, oh. hello. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to hear your <laughs> I mean, if, you know, like that outfit outside of Star Wars and that scene, it's like, yeah, it's super... You know, sex is on it. But in that scene, it's just she's a slave to Jabba. Like, every yeah, girl yeah. in Jabba's, like, grungy hut mm -hmm. was very provocative. And what, and what not. Even the CG remake of... And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Return of the Jedi with a singing girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, she was very like provocative. Yeah, yeah, it's his slave and girls. That's, that's what they and are. Yeah, and what they were is slave girls. So to take it out of that is just... And be like, no, we're not even gonna... Like, that never happens. Just like, well, that... You know, it was the time she was that, but then she kills him in that outfit. Yep. To be, yeah. Which is quite Which empowering. is still like, oh man, like no matter how provocative uh -huh, you look, uh -huh, you uh -huh. killed him. And if we want equality, Jabba's naked that entire scene. Yeah, so. No trousers and on so, him. And, and what about, what about Chewie, man? Chewie's just got a belt on. He's yeah. like. <laughs> and that's why he's wailing. He's like, guys, yeah. seriously. No one is going to give me a every, towel. Every time he's asking for clothes and Han <laughs> just is like getting the wrong idea. No, he's Chewie. Like, Good idea, Chewie. Yeah. Let's put it to light speed. He's like, ah. She doesn't need that yeah. towel. Pads. That's just like. Yeah, that's, and that's why he's trying to repair C-3PO so that he could translate. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. And then they never got around to it. Um, in all seriousness, so, because I said some stuff last week, which Nate kindly took out of context, <clears throat> made me sound like I'm horrible to women. <laughs> and so no, I don't you were, yeah. Up. Yeah, but basically just said I hate women. Um, That's right. I just I don't want to follow it up this week, but I'm just so fucking tired of this shit. I really am. I'm sorry, but like, over PC I'm stuff? just so tired of over PC. I 100% am for you know, like the you know, yeah. like I'm saying, like it's disgusting that. Robert Downey Jr. would get paid twice as much as Scarlett Johansson, and he will because that's just stats. You look at the stats of the top paid actors and actresses in, yeah. in Hollywood, they are half every time, and yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah. It really Absolutely. is. Um, and there are, there are things which are really important that we need to tackle to do with equality and to do what I think feminism should be. And what feminism should be a word for is equality. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Absolutely. And 
it shouldn't be a word for Segregation. like what we talked about each week of oh now there's another new movie where the entire cast is female like Ocean's Eleven all female new cast Ghostbusters all female new cast that's great yeah. maybe it'll be great films it doesn't matter but the reason you should be doing that isn't just because they're all female you yeah. know it should be whatever's yeah. best for the story always whatever's best for the story yeah and I believe in men getting their penises out on film as much as women getting their boobs oh, what, out on film right now <laughs> you do it please you're on film <laughs> you're in 5k um <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I'm all for equality. Like I don't, I don't care. And sometimes, you know what, titillation's fine. I, it's fine. There's nothing to be so upset about with titillation. I agree, equal titillation. But that also doesn't mean this movie has to have exactly the same. You know, Matter. everything. Oh, she show well. Exactly. Matter. It can't be well. Yeah. She got her butt out, so he's got to get his up butt out. That's not how it works. It's, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be. It's story. not it's like for a ball story for a tip. audience, and it's just gotta you gotta be sensible with it. And if it's too much, people shouldn't go and see that movie. It's like we talk about every week, you know. Just vote about it, pay for it or don't pay for it, and they'll go away if you don't like the content. But when it gets down to the creative people thinking about it too much beforehand, well, sex sells. We should have a bunch of sex stuff in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though. Either <laughs> yeah, way, like you shouldn't what? be just kind of like, well, calculatively, what can we create that's gonna make money? boobs like violent like these things People like love sex uh girl sex and <laughs> boob but the yeah but this is the thing that's not great creative yeah, anything but neither is let's before we make anything make sure everything is balanced that everybody yeah, yeah. we have the right amount of black people the right amount of women the right amount of you know like handicapable people like everything's like yeah. perfect and it's like no that's not how you tell a story handicapable yeah, I was trying to be as PC as possible. <laughs> it was just handy. Um, yeah. Handy. Handy, handy people. people. <laughs> handy, people. <laughs> handy people. I don't know, man. So, what I mean, what kind I'm, of film set is this? It seems... I kept handy. looking and everyone everyone seems to be back in this whole thing of getting rid of the slave outfit because like, yeah, like it's so sexist. And I've seen people... I've literally... And I'm not lying. I've seen some people and I won't put out names, but in fairly high places saying, like, yeah, I support this down with like, you know, let's get rid of the slave lair outfit. And then because it was just Halloween, I was looking through the Twitter feeds, their girlfriends, their girlfriends and wives dressed up as slave <laughs> Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. So we won't have action figures anymore, but you can still have sex. <laughs> yeah. Version of slave it's like, girls like dressing up as it, you know? It's, yeah. Whether that's right or not is a social problem. It's not... Yeah, it's not... It's a consciousness, you know? It's very... I don't know. Yeah. I've had enough, man. I'm retiring from life. Too much PC. Number 13 last one you i ready? thought you just said 13 no are we oh sorry number 14 yeah because yeah. around there you go Good i was movie. like whoa wait a second last piece in the movie news um and this is a big one but we can just breeze for it i presume you've heard about this as well police unions across north america are calling for boycotts of tarantino's newest film the hateful eight after the filmmaker attended a rally in new york last month against police brutality referring to the perpetrators as quote murderers he followed up by clarifying, quote, all cops are not murderers. I never said that. I never even implied that. When I see, um, his original quote was, when I see murders, I do not, s- on, what? no, sorry. When I see murders, I have to call a murder a murder. And I have to call the murderers the murderers. Uh, Jim Pascoe, executive director of the largest U.S. police union, offered the creepy statement Thursday to The Hollywood Reporter, vowing to get back at the Pulp Fiction director. <laughs> what the fuck does that Dude. mean? He wouldn't give details, listen to this, but promised the union would be, quote, opportunistic with the surprise, quote, sometime before the premiere of Tarantino's new film. Open quote. Something is in the works, but the element of surprise is the most important element. Something could happen any time between now and the premiere, and a lot of it is going to be driven by Tarantino, who is nothing if not predictable. 
He went on to explain that this isn't a threat of physical violence. It will aim to hurt Tarantino, quote, in the only way that seems to matter to him, and that's economically. What the heck? That's kind of ridiculous that our police... Okay, I'm paying money for taxpayer money for police to choose a person about... Go fuck off. Go be a policeman. Yeah, agree. Quit wasting my fucking money. I don't give a shit what he said. Yes, you. some cops do murder people, which is... And they get away with it, which is insane. So for them to be like, oh, we're going to... We got we get something to What about the people who need you? Are you fucking... Dude, uh, there is so much. Like, you go through this and you like you Google this, the amount of things that the different police unions are, fra- like, are getting at him with and the names that they're calling him. And then they're whitewashing him as a cop hater. And he keeps coming out and going, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I never said that. I'm not a cop hater. I support a police system. Well, I'm yeah. not anti-police. I'm anti-people killing people who are unarmed. Yeah, and it's also if that is a insane. person of, like... Like, of uh, stature, or you know, his importance, and he's just saying, "Hey, you guys murdered some people." Instead of being like, "Oh wait, we should really like stop that." Like mm-hmm. our cops killing people, they're like, "No, whoa, bro, <laughs> yeah. this is whoa, bro, you cross the you line, you cross the line, bro." Yeah, he might have killed someone, but you saying I killed someone? Honestly, like all the stuff that they do when the cops do kill people in America terrifies the shit out of me. Dude, but I'm this terrifies me more. Yeah. Because that is stuff where they do something and they're stupid and they're scared and because of the gun culture here they fuck up most of the time and yeah. then they try and cover it up. This is something where they're publicly coming out and say, Hey, you exercised your right for freedom of speech. Fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah, and it's like and that's okay, the well maybe now union. Yeah. <sighs> Unbelievable. We've got something in the works. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. That is insane. I hope it's like a cake, like something yeah. else. It's, it's like an apology. Uh, actually, we're here to apologize. It's a dancing naked yeah. lady. But it's not. It's like, dude, that's terrifying because now that just shows like the people who got pulled over. Was it like Sandra Blank? I mm-hmm. her last name. And then Stephen Ferguson. Like those people, these cops must have been like, oh, what do you think you're going to do that? Check out my power strut. Yeah. That's what yeah. And that's what the whole point is. is a kind of thing of, well, if they're going to throw in Tarantino, then regular people at a, you know, at a rally so like that are exactly. pretty terrified. Dude, yeah. Um, uh, well, I'm just going to stay indoors from now on. Good thing Fallout 4 is <laughs> <laughs> you know, Good so. thing the apocalypse is happening. Um, Alex, since I'm tired, yeah, can I read the game read? news? Yeah, where are uh, we There's a couple I'll need to elaborate Ooh, on a little okay. bit. Don't do the first one. Do the first one last. Okay. I'll elaborate on that. So number two, which is now number one, <laughs> Halo 5 is the biggest selling Halo ever. <laughs> yeah, it? so we reported last <laughs> week that it was the wor- one of the worst selling Halos. Apparently, the day after we read those stats, stats changed radically. And that is the influence of our podcast. May I just say <laughs> yeah. that is the that's the reach that is, we yeah, have. That is the kind of reach we have. I hope they give you like a big shout out. You know, like in the uh, the updates they yeah. add into oh, like yeah. the credits. Thank you for playing. It says want to give a shout out. Not in the credits, like at the beginning when oh, you're yeah, on the title yeah. screen. It's like doom doom. Yeah, I'm Master Chief, and I'm here, <laughs> and I just wanted to say. Thank you, personally. <laughs> uh, number three, Karen O of the AAS did the theme song for Rise of Tomb Raider. Yes, the Tomb did. Raider. Have you heard this? Yeah, I heard it today when you posted it. <laughs> it's a little music video. I haven't even heard the, oh, I haven't even heard the theme song. That's good. I haven't heard it. Can you give us a rendition now on the kazoo? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> a lot kazoo? like the kazoo. kazoo? <laughs> Um, where is it? Uh, Jesse, could you just grab that kazoo on top of that yeah, laptop? Absolutely. Uh, Jesse. Jesse. Ah, my kazoo. The quiz was going to have the return of the kazoo today, but I don't know if we have time for it. 
I think it went like that. Thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Sounds like Karanoa, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, released on November 7th in celebration of N7 Day, BioWare put out a new Mass Effect Andromeda trailer, which did not, didn't reveal much about the game itself, but is a very obvious push toward moving in new directions with the series and seems to be saying farewell to lead character Commander Shepard, or at least that's how it's been taken Commander by many. Commander Shepard. You said, are you a Mass Effect fan at all? Yeah, I played up to two, and then I was just like, mm. I like, I really, like, I hated one, and I loved two, and then three, I was sort of new. Yeah, um, I only played the iPhone version. Oh, the best, the best. <laughs> that was pretty. Fun. That was like the best one, probably. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, it was um, really game of the year. Yeah. yeah, I watched this trailer, and I did not get what everyone else got from it. So everyone else seemed to get, oh, this is a goodbye to Commander Shepard, the lead character, uh, because at the end of it is like a voiceover. And then they talk about different galaxies, and then at the end it says signing out, Commander Shepard. Yeah, and I just, just took that as he's coming back. No, I just took it as signing out. It's a log. That's what you said. Yeah, the yeah. end of a log is like signing out. Yeah, but apparently that's not how it was taken. Everyone's so. just like, what? We'll see. All the people made it who are just baffled. What? Why? Why? Is <laughs> oh, fuck. Why? I Do guess we, we gotta delete him now. Fuck. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. Know. Yeah. What else is happening in games? Guys, listen to this. After months of speculation, the folks who found the PlayStation prototype from Sony and Nintendo have finally put it put it through a test of authenticity by playing Street Fighter 2 on it. Attendees to the Retro.HK convention in Hong Kong, Hong, Hong, Hong Kong <laughs> got to see the console powered on. The mysterious cartridge that came with the system doesn't work, and the disk drive is similarly non-functional. So essentially, for right now, it's just an extremely limited edition Super Nintendo Famicom retro console restoration top men are still working to see if they can get the console back in working shape again. Have you seen any of these things? I don't know what, what? that is. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, how it's long ago thing. are we talking about here? Wowzers. So this was... It was Sony and Nintendo. Before Sony released the PlayStation 1, apparently they were developing oh, yeah, a console they're, with they're Nintendo. Um, and they actually made this prototype and they had a bunch of them out. And months ago, <laughs> I can't remember the story. Some kid found it in a box and his father used to work for Sony or something and blah, blah, blah. But they couldn't get it to work. And then everyone was dubious of, oh, no, it's a fake. He's just, you know, built this thing. Um, but apparently, yeah, they took it to this this expo and actually turned it on but nothing works so it's essentially just this super famicom or super nerds whatever you want to call it yeah um, the... but the restoration top men will they'll, sort that they'll out. solve this problem this conundrum yeah yeah exactly someone's gonna solve it and then all the mods for it man can you think about it she yeah number seven to test the xbox one infrastructure bethesda created a version of skyrim that plays on xbox one but have no plans to necessarily ever release it <laughs> i rarely say this word <laughs> Damn you, Todd Howard. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. Say it. Um, say it. Fuck me, dude. Like, seriously, that's frustrating. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> oh, I forgot, I forgot to talk about yeah, the main thing I did this week. I went to the big Fallout party in LA. Oh. Finish the news. I'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Number eight, Fallout 4. Pre-order. Oh, I've heard of that game. Might be the wrong file. Get the Pip-Boy app. Guys, do you care to enlighten me there? Get the oh. So you're reading my notes. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, so but to be honest, by the time people are listening to this, you know if you've already fucked up or you haven't. So that's why I started writing that and I wrote this is superfluous news. Yeah, definitely get the Pip-Boy app, which uh, Justin is now showing to us. Allows you to have essentially what you'd have in your menu system on oh, your phone. <laughs> Or in your smart class. I'm popular. I'm actually, I'm even, I'm tempted to get a new iPad just so I can run that on it yeah. while I'm playing. You can also use your iWatch if you have an iWatch. Nope. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the, the, so the thing was they 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 launched it as a preload, and this is the third time it's happened. It happened with That's Call of Duty, cool. I think twice. It's happened with Halo, and now it's happened um, with Fallout, where the preload you could download before oh. it came out, so it launched, you know, so at midnight it just unlocks was just apparently a placeholder. Um, if you downloaded it before the twenty seventh of October, and if you didn't have Always On on your Xbox, um, so you'd need to delete it and then re-download it. Um, in order to have it otherwise you're fucked you heard that first here you are fucked <laughs> you're already it's already you're, too late you're already fucked you've um, been i'm fucked. hoping that's not what i did because i've got three and a half hours until it unlocks my console and i find out Uh-oh. um yeah next news number nine halo 5 biggest halo launch in history sort of lots of pr spin yeah don't don't read this this goes on for ages do you want to read this little bit it's you can read it. I'll summarize it. Halo 5, Guardians, more than 400 million. Franchise, 5 billion lifetime. There's a lot of bullshit, basically, That's in this, Because the 400 million includes hardware sale. So it's bundled with a lot of consoles. Right. So you have to take away a shit ton of copies and you end up with, what did I put it, like three, I think, three to five million? $3.50, I think it says here. $3.50 is what you're left <laughs> Three with. million day one. About three like, million. Yeah, about three million day one sales probably. Oh, no, sorry, five million. Metal Gear Solid did about three million. Okay. Anyway, it did very well. Halo still sells. That's Fact. it. Oh, and then we're going back up to the top one that you wanted me to read last. Xbox dashboard update. Xbox One experience is coming out on November 12th. The digital backward compatibility. We talked about this a little bit last week. Have yeah. we released yeah, so the we list went, of games yet? Yeah, so no, so this is the thing. We missed this. So we went into real detail last week on everything that was included with the Xbox One experience uh, update, which is happening, which we're very excited about. We forgot the biggest thing, Alex. So I got all carried away with the avatars and with all the dashboard things and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I bought so many clothes. But then I bought so many clothes, man. So many toys. So many digital stupid toys. Um, but no, the big thing is... So I said, you know, but the problem is the backwards compatibility. There's like 107 games and discs that you can play. It's like, I don't really care about putting my discs back in because who's going to have those exact 107 games? And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But all your digital purchases straight away all there everything you ever bought on your 360 oh my god all there on the right so you go into your games so it'll, it'll, it'll show up you go into games straight away as soon as you done an update you go into your games you scroll across to the right and it will have in your ready to install everything you ever bought on 360 dlc uh your digital downloads and if you cloud saved on 360 you'll be able to continue if you didn't cloud save and you still have a 360 go into those games quickly do a cloud save and then it'll be able to play it on uh. one. <clears throat> um, if you didn't class save you know 360 start again <laughs> yeah um, good luck but uh, really fucking exciting because I spent so much money on arcade games on the 360 I've yeah. got fucking so many of them and it's going to be a bit daunting now because I won't be able to go for my library because there'll be That's so really many interesting. I can't get a remember hard what I too. had so it'll be interesting there'll be some surprises oh the key flings that's great though just all for free just yeah, right yeah. there well not for free you pay for it already but you know what I mean uh, plus, what's also exciting, Games for Gold. So you've just been playing Valiant Hearts, you said. Yep, got that for free. Playing that on Games for Gold. Mm-hmm. Now, 360 and Xbox One have different Games for Gold each, each week. 360 invariably has better games because they're 360 games. So like, hey, you can have Far Cry 3 or you can have yeah. you know, some big titles, the Tomb Raider or whatever. You get both Games for Gold now. Oh, both. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it won't mean, I believe it won't mean that you'll be downloading... You know, like Tomb Raider, there's an Xbox One version. So if it's a game like that, you won't download the Xbox One version. You'll download the Xbox 360 version. Yeah, right. still. Exciting. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. The only thing I don't know is if you've bought retail games. So if you bought, for instance, Skyrim 
yeah. digitally on 360, which you could you do that then? Yeah, you could. You could, can you? Because yeah. I had a talent. Um, I don't know how that works. I don't know if you're getting that game, you know, because there's a lot of disc games like Skyrim, yeah. I don't believe is in their original 107 backwards compatible discs. I don't think. But no, let's it's one use disc. It. Is it? No, no, no. I don't oh. think it's in one of the. So they have a list of these are the oh, discs you yeah, can the, use because yeah. we have to program each one individually. Yeah. So if you have a game outside of that disc yeah, list but that you bought digitally on the 360. That's what I'm interested in. So like Red Dead, that's yeah. not on the disc list of... of, uh, of no! But Damn if I went on my 360 and I bought it digitally or I went now on my 360 and bought it digitally, will it then be loaded on my Xbox? See, I bought the expansion digitally for that. Mm. What's the Red Dead... Uh, what's the zombie one called? Um, yeah, Undead Nightmare. Undead Nightmare. But then if... Well, you'll need the game to play the expansion for that one, for that particular one. But then the game's not compatible. It's not. That's what I'm saying. Disc isn't compatible. But what I'm interested in is if you ever bought a fully retail game digitally on the 360. I see. Yeah. Can you download that? Yeah. I don't see why you couldn't. We'll have to wait and see. We'll find out. But either way, potentially tons of new games coming for people. That is really exciting. Box office. It's not what we're doing now. <clears throat> boop, 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 boop. Uh, because it's not that time yet. What's the time, Al? Uh, time what is the time? It is 8.35. In the morning? Uh, in so, the Alex. Morning. Hey, buddy. <clears throat> How you doing, Al? I've just been released from a five-year stint in jail to find out my wife has left me for my ex-personal trainer. Shit, I'm They sorry. took the mortgage money and ran. My house and all its properties have been seized and sold off. My kids are too ashamed to communicate with me outside the occasional nod on Facebook to appease their grandparents. I'm sorry, man. I'm wandering the streets. I'm lost. I'm confused. I'm mm -hmm. hungry for purpose. The only certainty I know is that I need entertainment. Mm -hmm. But the world moves on so quickly in this day and age. Five years might as well be 50 in this digital world. I go to a public internet cafe, but a maitre d' throws me out for trying to jam a floppy disk into a USB 3.0 drive. Jerk. I feel like I'm a loose thread on an ex-girlfriend's cardigan. It's only a matter of time until I unravel, even, even if I still smell fantastic. There must be some... <laughs> I can't do it! There must be some sort of secret code, some verse I can utter that will help me decipher this modern world and uncover what entertainment certainties lie ahead for me to ingest at my leisure. And that's when I hear it. The dulcet tones echoing out across the city streets like a radiant beacon of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Chris Pratt, can you give me some money? Can you give me some money? Give me some money. This week's movie releases coming out this Friday on Friday the 13th. Ooh. Is it really? Spooky. It is. That's exciting. Spooky. And here's the first spooky movie coming out. It's called By the Sea. It's Ooh, directed by Angelina Jolie, oh. uh, starring Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. This is uh, set in France during the mid-1970s. Vanessa, a former dancer, and her husband, Roland, an American writer, <laughs> travel the country together. They seem to be growing Roland. apart, but when they linger in one quiet seaside town, they begin mm. to draw... Uh, close to some of its more vibrant inhabitants, such as a local bar, cafe keeper, and hotel owner. Yeah, whatever. A lot of people have said it's... Uh, Mr. Early. and Mrs. Smith? Uh, that's, it's their first film since that, but people are saying no, it's, it's, really a, arty. it's a... really arty. It's really arty. Yeah, they're saying it's a real vanity project. And have you seen the actually, trailer for this? Yeah, I did see the trailer. It's just them sitting around the hotel looking mopey. Yeah, it actually... <laughs> it really one is. review I read said that they're lacking chemistry. <laughs> Uh, but here's a little interesting point. So when I read about the uh, when I read the brief, I suddenly thought of um, this Hemingway book that I read called The Garden of Eden. How would you shine off? Yeah, it's yeah. a very pretentious sort of wanky <laughs> statement to this say. This little book. But uh, this Hemingway story, which was actually released after he died, and I wouldn't really recommend it to anyone. It's a bit sort of a shambles. Uh, but anyway, 
it made me think about that. So I looked up a brief of that story. So this is this is Garden of Eden. This novel is fundamentally the story of five months in the lives of David Bourne, an American writer, and his wife Catherine. It is set mainly in the French Riviera, specifically specifically in the Côte d'Azur in Spain. The story begins with their honeymoon in Camargue. The Bournes soon meet a young woman named Maria with whom they fall in love, but can only ultimately have, uh, but only one can ultimately have her. Um, essentially, it's about the breakdown of their relationship and how that hmm. deteriorates. And it's not based on this? No. Interesting. So Angelina Jolie wrote By the Sea. Jacuz! Yeah, 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 just missing, putting out there. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to the next film. Uh, it's called The 33, directed by Patricia Regan, starring Antonio I Banderas, seen the other 32s. Juliette Binoche, James Brolin, and Lou Diamond oh. Phillips, who was Richie Valens in La Bamba. One of my favorite films as a kid. Bummer. Um, this is based on the real life event when um, a golden copper mine collapses. It traps 33 miners. This you happened know, in. It, yeah, traps yeah. 33 miners underground for 69 days. The card movie. Um, Can you start with this is a sad movie, so no mocking? Yeah. <laughs> well, so we know. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's sad in a. Um, but it's a hopeful it movie. It looks like. Look, let me put it this way it looks like a Hallmark TV movie that my mum would watch. That sounds horrible. Oh, it looks awful. And, and this one guy from uh, Rolling Stone, Mexico said, it's a movie to take your grandma or aunts and watch an emotional story. Oh, emotional stories. Emotional yeah. stories. Uh, right. And nothing more. Another lovely person uh, who doesn't it understand looks, it how... Looks, it looks comments. terrible. You know, it's got a lot of non-South uh, American Latin actors and actresses doing very kind of hammy South American accents. Um, like ham hockey hammy or like you know tenderloin hammy ah uh, hockey definitely hockey, hockey. hammy uh, and then there's a great it's line that I just needed to uh, type of ham. to sort of share with you there's a bit where essentially so what happened uh, was a part a huge part of the mine collapse where essentially this rock just fell through the middle of it trapping these miners and then it cuts to this bit <laughs> of Antonio Banderas <clears throat> after the collapse and he's like do it in an accent please yeah okay so he says that's not a rock. That's, That's the heart of the mountain. She finally broke. Oh, dude. That's, but it was like, it was That's like, puss in, it was more puss in boots. Puss in boots. Puss in boots. <laughs> so if you want to see yeah. puss in boots trapped yeah. in a bike. That's my favorite Shrek movie. That's yeah. not a rock. That is not a rock. That's the heart of the mountain. Seriously, the heart of the mountain. It's the best she finally movie. broke. She finally broke. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, does that's he say one. it twice like that? <laughs> <laughs> <He does>. Well, <laughs> the mountain broke, and yeah. so there's like an echo. There's an echo. Yeah. Yeah. Like but, you get but great acoustics. Also physically, a guy next to him. <laughs> <laughs> like there's this minor there's that like, repeats him every time. Like, my acting is yeah. so good. It takes yeah. two people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Another movie coming out this week is uh, Man Up, directed by Ben Palmer, who oh, did the Inbetweeners movies, and it stars our favorite zombie killer, Simon Wait, there was Pegg. more than one Inbetweener movie? Yeah, it's two movies. I didn't even see the first You've one. You've only seen 50% of the movies. I've, yeah, only, yeah. I've only seen the series. Uh, the movie came out, and my friend was like, it's not good, mate. And I was like, what? <laughs> Damn it. Where is he from, Australia? Uh, no, it was kind of like <laughs> this weird islandy English accent. I can't remember. <laughs> Sounds stupid. Yeah, but... Um, who the, his friend? <laughs> well, wait. So this movie, movie is uh, Simon Pegg and Lake Bell. He has a very convincing English accent in the trailer. Because um, I'm pretty sure it's American. You got a man up. So this film is about a single woman who's mistaken for a stranger's blind date. Leads to her finding the perfect boyfriend. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for this a few times. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to sort of be like a Richard Curtis film. Do you know what I mean? And play with that kind of... I know what you mean. Notting Hill English charm. You've seen About Time, yeah. I like no, it. I haven't. 
It's a lovely film. Yeah. The yeah. best Richard Kurtz film since Four Weddings and a Funeral. Really? Go watch it. Well, I feel like they're trying to catch up with that vibe in this. <clears throat> like very blatantly. No, you know no, what I mean? no, no. I'm not ignoring you. I'm trying to get us up. No, okay, <laughs> also coming out, we're <laughs> approaching the holiday season, guys, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, so the, <clears throat> we're rolling out the first series of holiday films. There she is. Put yourself out Richard there. Curtis film. Hey, that looks like the party scene in the uh, Inbetweeners movie. Do you ever see, she's in How to Make It in America. It used to be one of my favorite TV shows. Only had two seasons. She does a good English accent. I miss trains. Do you? That's what this trailer is yeah. making me realize. I miss English trains. Well, I miss European trains more. Then she meets Simon Pegg. Here he is. Everything's lovely. I love him. I don't think I could ever dislike him in anything. Yeah. I know. It's a shame that most things he does is shit because he's, he's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 He is really um, good. But yeah, sadly, mostly makes just bad films. Mm. Yeah. What, what do you think was his last best one? Exactly. So, holiday season's coming up. This movie's called Love the Coopers. Your classic <clears throat> kind of holiday fair. Four generations of the Cooper clan come together for their annual Christmas Eve. It all goes tits the up. The what clan? The Cooper clan. The Cooper... The Cooper clan. Sorry, wait. The Cooper like clan. some kind of venereal... <laughs> no. Or some kind of estid. Or a very racist group that puts on sheets. The Cooper... The Cooper clan. clan. Um... So basically, crack classic uh, Christmas crack film. Crack pipe. <laughs> uh, what kind of movie is this? Things go crazy. Uh, yeah, if you have crack pipes. And they, they <laughs> if you got good guns, yeah. and crack pipes. Well, <laughs> exactly. That's one crazy fucking it Christmas goes crazy, film. And then obviously within I that just heard racism and pipe, within a family who caught the clap <laughs> and has the cool. <laughs> okay, so let me let me wrap <laughs> this up. Help if we talk over your segment. Let me let me wrap this up. In between a family getting the clap, smoking crack. And being racist, they rediscover uh, their family bonds and spirit of the holiday. Oh, but that's good. let me read out this cast to you. Please. John Goodman. There he is. Diane Keaton. I've heard of her. Marissa Tomei. Oh, I love her. Olivia Wilde. Uh, Amanda Seyfried. Oh, Ed oh, Helms. Wait, rewind. Olivia Wilde. Olivia yes. Wilde, yeah. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, Ed Helms, and Alan Arkin. Who's the last one? Alan Arkin is... Uh, Alan Arkin. Granddad in Little Miss Sunshine, but I know oh. he's been in a billion other things. Is this things. by those people? Sounds like that kind of movie. No, it's not. Maybe it is, but I don't know. <laughs> he's um, authority. Yeah, just one last film to wrap it up. Um, I, don't know, I didn't even watch the trailer for this. It's called Heist. It's directed by Scott Mann, stars Robert De Niro, Dave Bautista, and Kate Bosworth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen yeah. to this. A father is without means to pay for his daughter's medical treatment. As a last resort, he partners with a greedy co-worker to rob a casino. Um, uh, when things go awry, they're forced to hijack a city bus. See, he made Sounds a bad like life decision. He should have just got a loan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or sold his own body on the streets. Uh, so that's it. That's it Wait. for movie releases on Friday the 13th. Sounds like John Q, I think. Is that the movie? With Denzel Washington? I think it's pronounced John Cusack. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, the movie with Denzel Washington where his son needs like a heart transplant or oh, something. Yeah. And then, yeah. Don't want to ruin no, the movie. I think Crank. Um, <laughs> what well, what's Jason happening with video games this video week? Video games, well, oh, well Is there a video game out this week? Uh, there's one called Fallout 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 Fallouty Oh, that's uh, the, quattro. the food one the, the food one, right? Yeah, Fallout yeah. Quattro Yeah, that's a spoon collecting game Yeah, I it's coming out on Xbox One, PS4 and PC It's happening so, Wait in 
only 15 minutes uh, less time than last time. Yeah, yeah. And another one that's probably been slightly overlooked because of Falaute Quattro, Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> Tomb Raider, sorry. So this game's getting very good reviews. Very, we got 9.3 on IGN. Full Falaute got a 9.5, I believe. Yeah, yeah. so um, we talked about it, I think, in the E3 special. We mm. went to see the... Um, uh, presentation of Tomb Raider straight after we saw the presentation for Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we were very... We were a bit despondent. We scoffed at Well, it. no, but to be fair, we came out and we said we feel too spoiled because that's clearly an incredible game. It looks gorgeous. You're doing cool things, but it felt very gamey mm-hmm. after looking at something like Uncharted. But Justin, you were there too. They've heard our opinions on, on Tomb Raiders. <clears throat> yeah, the Tomb... Uh, I like the Tomb Raider because it's not... I mean, Uncharted 4 is kind of like your action adventure, where Tomb Raider is like your mystery adventure, slow pace type of movie type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I like it because it uses some old school historical type of things, or mm-hmm. like locations. I mean, Uncharted is beautiful. Damn it, now I'm just going to compare the two. Uh, <laughs> you can't know, um, they're very similar games. Yeah, they're, they're, very, yeah, they're definitely uh, very similar. Um, I like... Tomb Raider because you kind of start from this like really crappy position always and you're just like great how yeah. am I going to get out of here where am I going like you kind of don't necessarily know where it's going to go uh, I'm charted for uh, when I watched it I was like oh shit man this is crazy but I know it's going to work out for him and, and he's uh, going to die yeah I'm like it's going to work gonna, out he's, he's going to meet gonna his die. destiny um, but yeah they both have like yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Explain, man. But you're, I, are you, I, would you would you if full if Falouti Four was not out this oh, week, would you buy Rise of the Tomb Raider? Yeah, I would buy. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more excited. I when we saw this presentation, I hadn't played Tomb Raider. Mm. Did you play the one that came out? The last? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Last, so yeah. I, I hadn't played that, and then um, I played that a few weeks ago, uh, and I loved it. And it's like that perfect size of a game for me. I can yeah. finish it in a, a and you have the cr- day or two. Um, the world's not too big. I mean, we're going to get into this whole open yeah. world thing soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kind of balance, although it became predictable in the end between that sort of like, now's the action sequence. Yeah. Now's a puzzle. Now's a shootout. Like that repetition became very, very predictable by the end. I still loved it. I thought it looked cool. So I'm more excited about this. Yeah. And then seeing the IGN review and the little video they put, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I've been watching a bunch of videos of people playing through bits now, which I still feel, yeah, it looks very gamey. I think it solves a lot of the problems I had with the first reboot or whatever, Mm because I really enjoyed the reboot, but I found it was just too much just shit happening all the time to her. I was like, yeah, yeah. when she like dies, all of a sudden like the impale. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 But just even even when you're doing well, she's still just going through so much, which I appreciate was their point, but I was like, okay, at some point I'm like, calm down. And then she's all emotional because she shoots someone and then two seconds later, she's shooting everyone. (laughs) She's like, all right, (laughs) going on. And I found the open world-ish sections not that satisfying. I found it a bit confusing in their design. I didn't always know where to go. I never went back to it. Like when the game finished, it was like, now you can explore. I was like, yeah, I can't really explore that. It's like, it's still Um, within such rigid parameters. Exactly. This one looks a lot bigger and more confident and more interesting she's getting more tomb raidery in it so she's not as put upon she is more kind of doing what she yeah, she's feels. killing more people which i'm like dude yeah. this is getting too out of hand yeah and I was um, like, i thought you were just an adventurer now you're just straight up like a mercenary yeah, this one looks a lot more uncharted to be honest it yeah because like she's well, in control yeah she's like and she's more confident zip line oh yeah that bit of the yeah. game that was in the review of where she can construct like weapons and bombs yeah she can set people on fire through like yeah. magic 
cards and stuff magic and, cards yeah um <laughs> magic the gathering cards and um what was that like five and mana cards like, <laughs> <laughs> it really is so you collect these cards in it and they give a card yeah. certain powers and stuff and then there's these um yeah the actual tombs which are completely not compulsory they're kind of just uh, what's the opposite word for compulsory voluntary i guess yeah. um they're meant to be the best part of the game apparently they're really smart puzzles in the tombs nice. um, so i'm looking forward to that um I will pick it up, but yeah, with Fallout, it's honestly like, how, how well is it going to do? Yeah. Um, but it's an Xbox One exclusive. So, uh, good luck to it. Yeah. <laughs> because that means you've got even a smaller Fallout, demographic yeah. and yeah. everyone's playing Fallout. Yeah. And, yeah. But I think right now Best Buy has a deal going on. It's like, or for some places, it's buy one, get one free. Get which a, is like get the a lot of free. Yeah, so I'm like, dude, good luck. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those ones that people get it for Christmas. They'll get yeah. Fallout now because like, I have to have Fallout now, but for Christmas, they'll we'll ask do people Raider, for yeah. Tomb Raider. Yeah. yeah. So I've got one last thing to mention. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's the DVD Blu-ray release. Now, the Blue's our, coming out. Yeah, blues. so as many of our listeners know, I always just put a silly, shitty dvd you mentioned shitty? or just something that's silly and ridiculous you got something quality this i'm week. not gonna do that this week i'm gonna do something that's not silly or ridiculous what is it? terminator genesis dude <laughs> box office <laughs> the terminator is that, is that the, wait, which one is that i didn't which one's Genesis? Is that the one? That was the latest. It's the Return of Arnie with Game of Thrones Lady. Oh, the one with Daenerys. Where they try and rewrite the history of Terminator. I didn't even see it. No, I haven't seen I it. I just stopped one. once I saw like Christian Bale. I was like, all right, Terminator's done for me. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't like someone speaking like this. Yeah. Um, what are you doing walking onto my fucking set? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that video? Yeah, I remember uh, that video. Um, box office. So last week... I guessed number one at the box office, Spectre. Number two, The Martian. Number three, Goosebumps. Nate guessed Spectre, Peanuts, and then The Martian. Alex guessed Spectre, The Martian, and Peanuts. I presume that's the correct pronunciation. Spectre. Spectre. Oh, I, I went Peanuts third, huh? Yeah. Okay. This is what happened. Are you ready? Yep. And number 10, Paranormal Activity to Ghost Dimension. So very quickly, yeah, last yeah, week, yeah, last week we also had a... Uh, a thing where we didn't understand why the weekend before Halloween this film came out at cinemas and was everywhere then Halloween weekend it was on in seven cinemas in LA and it was impossible to go and see it and I googled to see what happened did they piss off the cinema the theater chains or anything couldn't find anything about a day after we did a podcast again news items started to go up of apparently yeah they decided did I send this to you didn't they they decided no. so Blumhouse decided that they were going to release Paranormal Activity to Ghost Dimension on video on demand like two weeks after it's been in cinemas and understandably all the theater chains will fuck you we're not going to show you a film um and if we do we'll show it for one week so that's why it was so hard to see on halloween because they all knew what was going to be out on video demand in a week so who's going to go to cinema to see it at halloween when they can watch it at home on digitals um so that explains why weirdly it's had not not done very well but they're still very happy with it because it's going to do well on video demand they're still going to make a shit ton of money maybe we'll see maybe it's not a good format Number nine, The Intern. Number eight, The Last Witch Hunter. Number seven, Burnt. Number six, Hotel Transylvania. Duh. Number five, Bridge of Spies. Number four, Goosebumps. Yes. I was wrong. Number three, The Martian. Alex oh, was wrong. Nate, so far, is correct. Number two, Peanuts. Nate was correct. Number one, Spectre. Nate was correct. That's two Congratulations, weeks. Congratulations, Nate. Not in a row, but two weeks that he has got it completely... Right. 
So, fuck you, Nate. With you, you and your producer's magical like, ball. Do you know how to play the Peanuts song on piano? Just Can you play the piano? No, I, I don't we'll know how to get, play the song. Yeah, we'll get sued. So guys, <laughs> ding, 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 yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's the that's the oh, one. <laughs> you got to use the violin string. You got to play the piano with the violin. Dude, you're so graceful. <laughs> that's where ballerinas get their inspiration. Peanuts. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so what's it going to be next this uh, weekend? Uh, what's coming out again? So we've got By the Sea, Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, The Thirty Three, Antonio Banderas, Man Up, Simon Pegg. Love the Coopers with all those incredible big actors. First holiday film, and then Heist with Robert De Niro. I don't. Maybe the Coopers. I don't know, man. Dude, Bond's this, gonna say uh, one. If there's one for thing sure. I know, oh yeah, it's gonna be Bond one. If there's one thing I know is that peanuts will still racists. be two. <laughs> yeah, hit number two at the box office every time. Um, Bond one. Peanuts too. I don't. I don't even know about the rest. Just an interesting choice. Do you want to know what the jump is now? In in so you know, Bond seventy and a half million, Peanuts forty four million, The Martian at number three nine million. So that's what we're talking about. I go Spectre, Peanuts. And I got those Spectre Peanuts. I like Spectre Peanuts and uh, yeah, and and the Cooper Cooper Duper. You love the Coopers. Uh, yeah, why not? The Coops. I just only have two picks, so that's that's it. Yeah, I'm going to say Spectre, Peanuts, and I'm going to keep the Martian at three. So it, it stays as it is. It's too fucking early for holiday films. And yeah. Nate, Nate said... I think, I think just because everyone's going to be playing Fallout. For, uh, what was the game? Uh, Fallout A Quattro. Yeah, everyone's going to be playing that. Yeah. I think Nate said he thought game. that yeah. Woodlawn would be at number one. Yep, he did. Uh, the Intern at number two. Yep. And suffered yet, and number three. Yeah, that was Nate's guess. Thank you, Nate. Um, all right. Alrighty. We're obviously skipping the quiz because, <laughs> as as normal, we're overrunning. I don't know how it happens. I think about this when I listen to other people's podcasts and I try and pay attention to how they don't overrun. And I can't figure it out because yeah. we just do our little pieces. Maybe, and somehow. maybe have like a silent timer thing that like flashes every time it's a maybe. But they all just pre, they all just amble about so much. They just yeah. to somehow they keep on track. I don't know how happens. They just cut maybe it. They've actually just got like two bits of planned stuff. Uh, yeah, maybe. I remember just rant. Maybe we need to do a reformat. Too much gold. Our, our, our camera just opted out up, as well. Yeah. So it's like I'm too no hot. Video. If you're watching Darkness right now, it's because we haven't figured out all the kinks, obviously, um, and we'll figure it out for next week. So what I wanted to talk about very quickly in celebration of Fallouty coming out um, is open world video games. Um, mm. Now, we're all video game fans and from the little chats of have with Justin, I know you appreciate your open world video games. Yes, and absolutely. Alex has been away from video games for a while, as you keep saying, but when you've come back, you've done quite a few now. And you've, you've I've re-entered. I've dipped my wick back in the wax. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, kind of games are you playing, man? <laughs> Uh, yeah. So more and more video games are becoming uh, open world. At the more moment. games are dipping your wax. So I'm going to ask I'm going to ask four questions about open world video games, and we can have a little discussion about them. Uh, so first of all, I just want to know, going around the table, what's your favorite open world video game? To the man with wings in his face. <laughs> um. Well, my favorite open world video game uh, that's out right now. Yeah, that's already out. Uh, 
I haven't really played it, but I watched a friend play it. Was the new uh, Fallout or Far Cry Four? Far Cry Four. Yeah, because interesting. You can fly this dingy propeller helicopter. That bit is fun. Over, yeah, and it just seems endless. I don't know how massive worldly it is if you can climb or summit those massive mountains. Yeah, most but, of them you can. Oh, dude. Then yeah, it looks amazing, and the amount of animals that are in there, uh, the elephants when you're just chilling, they're they attack people. They can save your lives sometimes. You can ride them. You, what? You yeah, you ride, ride them. Ride. Yeah. Yeah, that game. It's Weaponized pretty, elephants. I mean, if this other game I really like, uh, but it's not fully launched yet, is Star Citizen. It's mm. super massive, and you can just space travel pretty much anywhere. And you can get out of your ship, steal someone's ship, and. So, are you predominantly PC? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you own a console? Uh, yeah, I have a PS4 and an Xbox oh, okay. One. Yeah, so. So you're kitted out, but you you, yeah. you would take PC as your platform of choice. Yeah, because you can you can do a lot of modding on it and stuff like. Okay. For uh, was it Middle Care Solid? Uh, people change the dog to Ocelot. I don't know if you've seen videos on it. It's no, hilarious because yeah. dog comes up, and Ocelot where the head is because it's Ocelot laying down. His legs go in between. Oh my god, that's legs. terrifying. Yeah, so <laughs> that it's pretty hilarious. Um. All right, yeah. so Far Cry 4 and, sorry, what was your one? Star Citizen. Star Citizen. It's the guy who made, uh, I don't know if you ever played, it's like Freelancer. Mm-hmm. I've uh, heard Robert something. I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> what's your favorite open world video game of all time? Um, yeah, Far Cry is definitely really beautiful, but for me it's pretty easy, and maybe it's an obvious choice, but Red Dead is my favorite open world game. Um, you got Borders. Got borders. <laughs> I love Red Dead though. That's that's definitely up there. Because that I feel for me that's a game where work. I feel I can explore the world um, uh, quietly, and I think you like you were saying before, and be alone. Mm-hmm. You can be on your own, and you don't have the threat of potential enemies or being killed. You may mm-hmm. like stumble upon them, but the world feels big enough yeah. that it doesn't happen frequently. Whereas I feel when I'm immersive. driving around in Far Cry 4, which yeah. I really love, I feel that I'm going to turn a corner and then I'm going to start getting chased and have to get into a gunfight. Yeah. Whereas I, I like that element of That's like, true. I can just kind of take my time. I can, yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. And I loved like riding in the sunset. I like lassoing people and just dragging them. Yeah, Whether they're good or bad. Yeah. like, too bad. <laughs> and you, Al? Um... Yeah, it's hard. I mean, Red Dead is definitely right up there. I love Red Dead. Um, oh, it's tough. Uh, so Far Cry 2 for a long time was my very favorite game um, because it was... Well, we'll get into the because it's with question two, but I was for a long time my favorite because it was um, very serious. Uh, I mean, prob- probably... It, it's hard. Probably just Skyrim, but Red Dead maybe, but it's more to discover in Skyrim. Um, yeah, probably Skyrim's my favorite. I would say. And a frustration to me because I, I had, I played about 50 hours of that or 40 hours or something and then I had to stop for because I was traveling and then I came back and my save was corrupted and I had to start again and oh, then I was pissed fuck, off. And then, and then I was just like, well, I'll wait till it comes to Xbox One. That's surely it's going to. And then nope, never happened. And now to know that they're sitting on a copy of it for Xbox One and not going to release it. It's very frustrating. Let's see if this works. Because um, yeah, I'm an Elder Scrolls fan over, like I find Fallout and Elder Scrolls people Love them both, but one's definitely their thing. And for me, it's definitely Elder Scrolls. Like, I love Fallout, but give me a Skyrim or Oblivion over Fallout any day. Um, 
All right, so my question too then, which you touched on a bit, Alex, already, was what makes an open world video game work for you? Like, what is it that you personally are looking to get out of an open world video game? Do you want me to go first? Or you yes, just... Alex. Okay. <clears throat> I, I, I want... For me, and a really good example of this in, in a recent kind of open world game is I love when there's a cohesiveness within the whole world itself. As in, um, side missions still feel linked to your campaign and story missions. Mm-hmm. And, and, and The Witcher does that perfectly, I feel. Like when you do those little side missions... It feels like it all ties in and it just builds that kind of atmosphere for you and that environment and that world, which I find really appealing. Um, and, I, and I find games, open world games appealing, yeah, where I can explore without any sort of immediate threats and I can go hunting or I can just, yeah, do side missions or just wander around or enjoy, like in, in, in uh, Red Dead, enjoy like riding into a sunset. And yeah. just how beautiful that looked and, and how you can feel it. Um, um, and I love that. I love when you can feel the, the presence and the soul of the world. It's and kind it, of more the versatility of the environment than necessarily the inhabitants. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Like, For me, it's not necessarily been... I mean, that that certainly adds to it. I mean, then when you do have a rich story and you have rich characters, it, it all it all goes hand in hand. But But for me environment's a big thing and how i feel in that like i get a real kick out of mad max and walking on the sand mm. like the texture i can feel to it take like you that. back here to your homeland it just takes yeah. me back to australia <laughs> when i was day. looking for my ride <laughs> Man, i might sometimes do walk about on uh, yeah. some sand <laughs> um so yeah th- those things I, those things i enjoy where i can kind of take a step back and and, and just be immersed in it most yeah, of the world emotions. and there's and there's like and yeah and there's no immediate threat so I'm, I'm like i'm present in it and it's just that's cool and i mean then that was the struggle as i just touched on with far cry 4 which was the first far cry i played was that oh it was beautiful i wanted to drive around i wanted to see things i want to take a step away from mm-hmm. gunfights and shooting people but i'd go around a corner and guys mm, would start attacking me. Always, yeah. Um, yeah so that's yeah that's how it is for me yeah i kind of i'm like almost exactly the same as you like for me it's it's about like I play video games to escape and to have emotion in something and sometimes I play them for entertainment but more often than not it is a form of escapism so I want a beautiful world where yeah I can wander around it and I can decide okay I'm just gonna go yeah hunting for a bit or f- follow this stream and see which like I love doing that in Red Dead where you go up into those mountains on the top yeah. Yeah. of the map on the right kind of thing and, um, wild cats dude and yeah not having to interact with necessarily people and and the story when you don't want to yeah um, and i agree like the far cry three and four so i loved far cry 2 because it, it when you could do that you could do that superbly it was such a real world and i would just sit there in the long blades of grass like watching the sunset and be in my little boat and stuff and go down the river but every time it was an outpost it was ridiculous like the AI was crazy and then it would respawn and it was so annoying so yeah, the, the yeah. trouble and far cry 3 and 4 are so gamey and i think they're perfect as games you know they're, but they're very yeah. game it's like climb this thing see this do this like tick off all the boxes and it's fantastic at doing that and i love the experience that gives but that's for me yeah, an open world game yeah red dead does it there's that sense of loneliness and want to explore skyrim does it perfectly like skyrim is is there's so much to explore like so much and so many places and you want to feel like 
See, here's my cru- crucial thing with an open world game. So, like, you look at the Ubisoft ones, and like, so I've got a list of some games here. You got Far Cry, you got Fallout, Oblivion, Skyrim, Grand Theft Autos, of course, which yeah. we haven't really talked about yet. Dying Light, Dead Island, Assassin's Creed games, Batman, Just Cause, Red Dead, Minecraft, in a way. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, Saints Row, Watch Dogs, Mad Max, Infamous Crackdown, Mafia. And for me, the successful ones of these are ones where they do two things. One is it's not necessarily about the size of the world because Just Cause is a huge world. Assassin's Creed has some huge worlds. But as soon as you play Assassin's Creed, you know what your limitations are. Yeah. You know, these are the things that I might find. And your map is very quickly littered with here are all the things I have to do. Mm-hmm. And there's no sense of exploration because, well, I just have to go and do these things. And they could be cool and they could be fun. But there's no, but what if, is there like somewhere hidden in a cave? This one, like, like I always tell that story of like in Oblivion, I played it for about 100 hours. I have friends who played that game for 200 hours. And then I got the guide and it said about this village you could go to where it rains animals. And I went there and, and I got this mission and I went and found this stick. And the stick, when you shot things with it, it changed them randomly to another thing. So you'd have an ogre running at you and you'd shoot it and it turned to a rabbit or a butterfly. And like, it would just randomly change. It was random. You could do it to a butterfly and it turned to a, you know, not a dragon because they didn't have those, but you know, something crazy. Yeah. And it was fucking incredible. And I was like, I would never have known. I played it for 100 hours and I never knew. My friends played it for 200 hours. No clue. Yeah, and that's yeah. what you want. You want like, there are things in this game that are so fucking cool and you might never find them. Yeah. Then it makes you want to explore. And the map not to get filled out with markers. Yeah, I yeah. don't want my map filled with markers. I want to discover those markers and my map will fill out as I discover it mm-hmm. so that I never feel, oh, I know what's going to be there sort of thing. Um, yeah, that's what, that's what makes an open world game. Like, and Grand Theft Auto Five, I don't want to brush over that. I think that's <coughs> a spectacular game that yeah, similarly yeah. does that as well. I think that marries story with open world probably better than any game I've ever played. Yeah. Um, what about you, Justin? Yeah. Oh, man. That was just like a philosophy class on open world. Um, Do you feel enlightened? <clears throat> yeah. Has uh, it opened I gotta go. your world? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the game that I'm playing right now is Grand Theft Auto V. That's something that I continue to play because I play online on PC. Um, what does it for me is just definitely the immersion, um, mm-hmm. which comes to, you know, like the environment, the settings. Um, <clears throat> I actually really appreciate GTA V because I could be walking down the street and it's just like people randomly talking. So I feel really like in that place and it's like random BS. But then I'll like go, oh, I'll just go down this alleyway and then I'll find like a van. And it's just like, oh, guess what? You've got to shoot people and turn them into like balloons or you have a remote control. It's just like <laughs> random shit. Um, or somebody will be like, help me. Somebody stole my bike. And you're like, all right. And you just chase them down and you like punch them. And then you're like, yeah, that's right, sucker. And you take the bike back and then you'll get like a message on the phone. I'll be like, hey, thanks for helping me out. I, I actually invest, I'm a, created this company and then they'll give you like stocks and you're like, whoa, dude, what the hell? Um, but uh, a lot that I've been doing in GTA Five, um, since I play on PC, I'm able to like bump up the graphics really high. Mm-hmm. And it's just the lighting, the way that it hits the trees and the shading and yeah. all that. It's just, it. I wish Red Dead was on PC because then that would be, I would just ride a horse into the sunset and then yeah. be like, ah, forget everything else. But I'll ride like a dirt bike up into the mountains and just kind of like sit at the top of the mountain. There'll be like fog coming in. and You're where you you live in the same city. For yeah, which you is kind of hilarious. I'm like, this. I should yeah. probably do this. In real. And that's the thing that's, that makes it such a good like open world is that it takes you away from you know, all the hassles of doing stuff in your real life, um, which I could and I should totally do that, go adventuring in real life. 
But <laughs> it's better from um, the safety of the couch. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, you know, because I, I could go out there, it could be a mountain lion, then I'm dead. Yeah, it's true, and I won't be able to respond in a hospital. But um, yeah, that's that's like the thing that does it for me is just the actual, like the environment. It, it, it has its a very specific aesthetic to it. Yeah. Even though GTA 5 is like real life close, you know, Los Angeles. But just being able to see the the effort they put into the lighting and all that kind of just makes it really awesome to play in first person so you like i mean so i think all of us are on the same page because yeah. i know a lot of people and i love skyrim too like playing that on yeah just playing on pc you're like ooh, the water and you're just splashing it for a couple yeah, of hours yeah. <laughs> but to have that we all seem to want that evocative beautiful world because i know a lot of people and i'm not saying anything bad yeah. about these games but like you know dying light and stuff where they're pretty miserable worlds, open worlds, and being. Yeah. Some people love that personally. I'm just like, I don't really yeah, want to be. I just want to relax. It's I want where I want to be. Escape to somewhere that I enjoy, and then I'm like, oh, cool. I want to punch somebody, then I have the option to punch him, or I yeah. can just ride a golf cart at the beach. Yeah, yeah. Can I know? Also, like the new Assassin's Creed is in is in London, and I know a lot of British critics who have yeah. been like, oh, so great because we wanted to see a game set in our city, and I'm the opposite. I'm I I'm not. Ex- I've been playing a bit of that game. It's like I don't. It's very beautiful technically. But I'm not enjoying it aesthetically because yeah. I'm just like, London's not a very, I mean, it's a beautiful city in terms of architecture, but it's not a positive city. It's a very grimy, quite depressing, yeah. very gray city. And I don't love GTA because it's set in a city that I get to be in a lot of the time. Yeah. I love it because LA, the, the environments are beautiful. Yeah. You know, the mountains and the ocean, yeah, yeah. they're beautiful. So yeah. I enjoy being in that. That just happens to be in the same city. Yeah, I the sunsets time. in that game though, man. Just yeah. For- amazing and when it rains my favorite is like when you come outside and it's like downpouring yeah yeah and you're just like oh this is pretty fucking up because it doesn't rain a lot in los yeah, angeles yeah. but when it does rain i'm super stoked and i go out <laughs> yeah um but when it rains in the game it's just oh man it's cool like the way the reflections uh, if it's daytime it'll like reflect the sky yeah, and yeah. stuff and it's cool um when it's nighttime you're just like oh this is pretty crazy everything's shiny and yeah 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 okay yeah it's funny like talking about grand theft auto for me obviously list you've you've got I, I almost kind of stand it on its own. Like it's its own. Yeah. It's own beast. It's, it's own massive. beast. It's yeah. just, I think everyone's got their own experience with it and, and the series and the connection with it. And it's just like, I don't know. It's definitely the most versatile it. in terms yeah. of, you know, yeah, like, cause they've absolutely. always, they've always tried to marry. Cause that's the problem with open world. It's always a thing of, we want to tell a story, but we want to give you freedom. And those two things counteract each other all the time. And Grand Theft Auto, like Rockstar, have always struggled with that, always. And yeah. Red Dead, it was more about the story, to be honest. You mm-hmm. had the freedom, yeah. but there wasn't that much to do in the freedom, uh, which I was fine with because that yeah. world kind of worked for that. But Grand Theft Auto, like, I remember with 4, and, and I was just like, well, the yeah. story's great, but what the fuck? Like, I'm not really allowed yeah. to do the stuff I want to do. And 5, they nailed it. And they nailed it with the multiple protagonists, which was brilliant yeah. because you can yeah. jump back and forth. And if you get yeah. yourself in a predicament, you go, well, fuck you, and just jump yeah, to someone else and let yeah. them get out of that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and it's brilliant and then the online is spectacular which yeah. I think a lot of people on consoles have left that now and yeah. it's disappointing because it's incredible and you can also purchase like prop. it was cool because they added another dynamic of uh, interest that you could do because you could be a bank robber you could do that yep. or you could be sort of semi-legitimate you start buying a property yeah. you start investing in stocks yep um, you and you can affect the stocks yeah. as well by doing stuff you know blowing Missions. up the same type of car and stuff and then yeah. it affects the stocks of the make of that car it's like it's yeah. crazy or you could just go play tennis and golf and yeah, do yeah. yoga. There's yeah. yoga in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of like a second life game in a way. Yeah. In a way. But you get to be a bank robber and you get to punch people. Yes. And you get to <laughs> so it's like a second life. Yeah. You could also befriend strippers. Yeah. I mean, you could do it in real life. But yeah. 
Yeah, definitely do that one. All these things you can do in real life. Yes. So is there, anything you, is there anything that you haven't seen in an open world video game yet that you are hoping, like when you're looking at Fallout 4 and it's coming out, is there something that you're hoping, I really hope this one does that thing? More bottle caps. Yeah, I, I want variety of different caps, colors. <laughs> uh, make my own per se. Um, what I really want, um, and this game Star Citizen is claiming to be able to do it, and No Man's Sky seems like it's going to, maybe, but I want like a super immersive, like, like, galaxy world type of thing where you can go from space into planet side all the way down into like an actual house mm-hmm. and be able to go oh i'm gonna go out to another planet or yeah and uh find ships that are just abandoned in asteroid fields um which this game star citizen is kind of has it um and be able to just create your own station in the middle of freaking nowhere and be able to yeah just a lot just Pretty much almost like life, but okay. you can go. You want the, the fucking stars. I want the fucking space. <laughs> but in like world, uh, in Fallout 4, I. What was the word again? Filet. Uh, Falute. Falute Quattro. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're I, welcome, Bethesda. <laughs> I think. Um, I think they're going to be able to do some of the things that I would like to see more, just. More like really going with the aesthetic because Fallout 4, I mean, 3, you had the post apocalyptic world, but it didn't. I mean, it just kind of had the pieces of it. You're like, oh, this is why it's the post apocalyptic world. You have that car, but now the color grade is like saturated, or yeah, yeah, which makes it more like, oh, it's washed out because of like the sun and the nuclear fallout. Um, and being able to modify your weapons with the pieces that you find across the world instead of being like, oh, should I just take this or not? Right. And that was the thing about um, some open worlds. You're like, you accumulate all these things. You're like, wow, this is practically useless. Mm-hmm. But being able to be like, oh, I could build a freaking fortress. Yeah, exactly. Four yeah, seems to yeah. be every, everything is useful. Yeah, and that's something that I, I'm really stoked about for this game is that they utilize the every piece in it. Yeah. Um. So it's more immersive. Like, oh, I could be walking. Be like, oh, there's pencils. Let me collect all these pencils. Yeah, that's what I was just wasn't in that video. Wasn't yeah, that yeah. someone just saying? Yeah, they yeah, took all like, the lead out of the pencils. Yeah, to make the shield. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is brilliant. And so that's something that I've been hoping to see, and they kind of did it. Make more everything pencils. useful. Uh, Alex, is something that you're hoping for? From- um, you know, that's something I haven't really given thought to. And I mean, nothing uh, springs to mind. I mean, what you said about, you know, a game, they have galaxies in space. More deep sea diving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that uh, would actually be cool. A game where it's more submerged in water. Water world. Have, water yeah. world. Water world, the game? What? <laughs> That's why, again, Grand Theft Auto Five, and I don't think yeah, many people even notice scu- this. Yeah. You can go scuba diving, you can get submarines. Dude, I, yeah. I have a submarine. I you go a, as far as I can, and then sometimes it's like, and you die. I'm like, yeah. fuck. It gets a bit oh, scary. Really? Yeah, you it can, gets scary. It, dude, down it's terrifying. If it you're can, in first person, you're just like, yeah. I've never tried yeah. that. Just see how far I can. Don't, it's terrifying. Spooky. Spooky down there. Yeah, I don't know, Al. I would need to think about that a bit more, I think, and get back to you. You can come back next week and you can tell us once you've. Yeah, yeah what haven't I seen? Just stay on it. I will. We'll just More basketball that. playing. Yeah, I think, you know, where you could start your own basketball career. But in okay. a team. I see. I see what you're doing. Start your own franchise, friends. Um, what about you? I would... So I have two very particular things. One is kind of a regression in a way because I love Grand Theft Auto Online. Um, but whenever I play Skyrim, whenever I look at Fallout 4, I'm always just waiting for them to say... Not to say, hey, this is an online game because that's not what I want because I enjoy Grand Theft Auto Online a lot, but it's... 
you know, all these people running around and hitting me in the head. Um, and I don't want to be hit in the head. Um, what I would love is, because I said, you know, I like being alone in these games. I like being alone in Skyrim and Red Dead. But I would love the option to share that experience with one more person. And I just mean one more person, like maybe two, but just really one to be able to have a kind of... Kind of like Fable 2, where they had that sort of yeah, online experience. Yeah, sort of. Um, and I loved... I, yeah, Fable 2 was, was great. I loved yeah. Fable 2. But in a truly open world, immersive, melan- not melancholic, but you know, like Skyrim is lonely and Red Dead is lonely. Yeah. But to do that with a friend where yeah. you could be riding your horses alongside each other... Uh, but not with so many people because as soon as you have four people like you play it becomes a posse it becomes this thing of like oh, let's go loud let's go shoot things let's go yeah. running let's like you know, and it, you don't get into the atmosphere anymore co-op always ruins atmosphere for sacrificing it for the sake of fun yeah. um, and I just think just two people where you just you can appreciate things still and you can help really, each other out but, but, and would you sort of both be going in and out of each other's story that's mode. how it's difficult it's like how you work so you don't always have to be playing together you know but if you had a game where it didn't matter necessarily what level you're on so much then it would be fine because like what if it out. was like grand theft auto but you've got where it has the three characters and mm, interesting and but you're you could one play different. Of those, yeah, yeah. yeah so you'd be trevor and i'd be uh yeah the other dude i'd love something like that um but the other real real thing that i just want is um i'm trying to remember now because i've forgotten it um more microtransactions. More microtransactions. <laughs> more, more hats. Yeah. More digital hats. Um, fuck, what was it? It was really important uh, to me. <laughs> um, I wanted... Yeah, so when I got um, at Far Cry 2, the thing that I loved about it was they sold it as... There's this guy called... I think the Jackal was his name. And you have to kill him. And that was kind of the setup. Now, I made a short film called Beneath, which I was developing into an animation and a movie. And you can watch it at We Are Tesla uh, on YouTube or whatever. Tenro with Tamara Shida, my business partner. Um, and I used to, I developed it as a game at one point and I drew out the map that I wanted. And at that point, it wasn't possible. And now it definitely is. Not for me to make it, obviously, but for, <laughs> you know, there are developers that could make this game now. And the key thing that I wanted about it, and it's kind of like that war game I pitched, you know, a few weeks ago, yeah, was cool. you have an open world environment. You kind of, I want to put the disc in and you just wake up in that environment. There's no menu, your eyes just kind of open and you're in it. And it's just, and there's no HUD. Um, and it's all just designed well so it's intuitive you start maybe with nothing kind of how I hope Mad Max would actually start but first person because I want it to be I like that emotion and I want it to be that you were given clearly a thing of you have to basically yeah like kill this one person and instead of it being you have to kill this one person and in order to do that you have to play through the story and do these campaign missions and blah 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 it's like no you could go and do that right now if you could figure it out and if you would be good enough but you're underpowered you don't have the right stuff kind of like what No Man's Sky is doing in a way um, and you know there are clues around the world to figure out where this person is and like mm-hmm. how the tactics should be and blah 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 and I like the idea of genuinely just like life of oh I could just go right now and do whatever I want in life I could yeah. just go and do it right now I could just yeah, do that yeah. but in an open world game you're never really given that freedom it's the illusion of that freedom and I want to be given no you can if you want to if you know where he is and you feel you could actually take him down or whatever whatever thing is you're meant to do go do that and you probably have no clue but then you have this approach of well I'm just going to fumble around the world until I find some things and at some point I'll hit a clue and that'll lead me to that and blah 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 but no one would have the same structure of how they approach that you know and even once you kill him it's like well there's still the whole world to fucking explore and all these other cool things to do but your main reason for it is just that freeform that's, yeah. what, I, that's what I would love um, personally can I ask you what do you guys prefer first person or absolutely always person? always first person I don't like third person um, 
I do it just because I have to. I prefer Grand Theft Auto in third person just because that's yeah. what I'm used to with that series. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, certain games I like <clears throat> third person, like GTA, Red Dead, um, <clears throat> Metal Gear Solid. I don't know if that goes in first person. I mean, when you aim, it goes in bits first of it person. up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Skyrim, Fallout. I like yeah. it in first person. Yeah, this is more engaging. When you're in third person, it kind of takes you out of it. Plus, Bethesda are pretty janky. Like even watching yeah. the videos now for Fallout like, Four, you're like the character models still look like shit. Yeah. They really do. The faces aren't well animated. Yeah, you know, the design of it looks like a Dungeons and Dragons player designed it, which is basically probably what happened. <laughs> but you look at something like Far Cry Four, and the faces are phenomenal yeah, and it's exactly. so gorgeous, and mm. it's kind of better. Yeah, what about shit. you, Alex? First person? Ah, uh, third person. Mm. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's because that's a style that I'm more used to in more recent kind of games. Right. Because um, remember ages ago, back like a few years ago, uh, when, we were in, when, when we were in London and I hadn't played Halo yet. Yeah. And you gave me a copy of Halo. And I was like, I don't think I can do shooters anymore. Like, cause I was just like, it was quite overwhelming for me getting the controls and you're like, you'll get it. Like, like just, yeah, just give it a, a few, story yeah, you care enough about. Give it a bit of time and you'll get used to it. And, and, and admittedly I have now. So, um, but it's funny for me, it's not about the immersion of being in first person. It, it is actually liking that slight distance where it's, I'm immersed almost as an audience member, okay. but with the knowledge that I have, an element of control of this story. Okay. Even though I... Well, hopefully, I, I fully don't. control. Yeah, but, but... Unless you're playing cop Ops. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Great shot, But, but, but in, the, in the sense of like what you were saying about, you know, it giving you that illusion of like you're directing the story. Right, okay. But, but, but so, having the third person, I'm kind of like a step back, but I'm still in it and I, and I like that kind of weird sort of... So that observancy type of element, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it because I'm, I'm observing it, but at the same time, I'm immersed in, in the direction of it. Well, that's kind of also then you definitely like being a different character. Like, yeah. you know, if, if you're attached to Marston in Red Dead or Lara or whatever it is, like you're yeah. like, well, that's my character in his home. Yeah. Which yeah. I get that completely. And there are a few games I feel that way, like Uncharted, 100%. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be first person. I want to see Nate and enjoy yeah. his character because that's who yeah. I'm pretending to be. But yeah, for most open world games, the less personality my character has, the better and the happier I am. I'm just kind of, yeah. I want to be an empty vessel and I'm and, just in it. Yeah. Um, I think the... um third person and first person like um a third person for me uh i feel like i'm more connected to that character if something happens to them i'm like oh what the yeah. F-? Yeah. whereas in first person it's more about like kind of me in that experience of the world yeah, I'm like exactly. oh yeah. what's going on in this world why is that happening to that faction why should this yeah. person live um mm-hmm. uh, and that's like that's why i like third person when it comes to like red dead because i'm like i care about that character and his journey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i also That's feel really like cool. with i played differently in terms of when i'm playing a third person i don't know if we talked about this on mic or not but the same with uncharted i play a game like uncharted and i want it to look cool the whole time because i'm directing yeah. it with yeah. my right thumb with where the camera is and his movements yeah and i want to look cool because you see a cutscene and everything's awesome and then it breaks from that and I'm running up against walls pressing triangle trying to find <laughs> treasure and it feels dumb and I'm like that's, that's not what Nate that's not what Nate would do Nate would not fucking run up against walls and try and jump at stuff and so when I play a third person game and I care about it then I want to like I try and play it the way the character would actually do it which is kind of dumb because then I miss all this stuff but I'm like no but he would fuck that he, he doesn't need that treasure he yeah. just needs his pistol but when I play a first person game it's me and they're like well I would get on my knees and dig for treasure yeah. <laughs> and stuff you know maybe there's loot in this barrel exactly no. what about this barrel actually I have just thought of something that I would like to see in an open world game 
Uh, and I remember talking about this a few weeks back because I'd played Assassin's Creed and then I had jumped to Mad Max or Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. one of them. And I was in that habit of um, being in Assassin's Creed where I was playing Unity and walls and buildings, obviously in Assassin's Creed, they're all accessible to you. You climb up them, run down them, blah, blah, blah. And so I jumped to these other games and I'd like <laughs> bolted a wall <laughs> and it would just be like, Goo! and I'm like, why is he not climbing up it? So I would like to see in that open world sense of like where there's more accessibility to your environment. So not everything, yeah, go inside. Like, like even if it is just your character clinging and attempting in like in a right, very okay. natural human way, trying to pull themselves on something, but failing. Okay. Like, so, so that your environment is more totally contextual open. contextual kind yeah, of interaction. Yeah. Okay. Um, that'll definitely, that's something I guarantee we'll get there. Cause that's just a yeah. time and I power. Just, kind of yeah, yeah. Be able to push those like giant trash to, into the middle of traffic in GTA. <laughs> yeah. She's like, guess what? You guys are yeah. stuck blowing you all up. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So uh, last question, if you had to live in an open world video game for real, and I don't mean as in that's the only game you play. I mean, like if you had to pick a world and make it real and live in it, is there one you'd live in? Oh, geez. Definitely die in life. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to like, just be terrified. Um, unless you were living in it as one of those infected, then it would be like, Thoroughly enjoyable, I think. <laughs> Probably Grand Theft Auto, because I think the probability of surviving, or the possibility of surviving. Like, so when we're talking about this off mic, <laughs> that was that was what you were concerned about. Was how long will I survive yeah, in yeah. which video game? That seemed uh, to be what you judged it on. Because if I was in Saints Row, you know, you live a wonderful life until you're not a saint, and then people will just kill you if you're not a saint. Um, Mad Max, there's just not enough water. Yep. Uh, Red Dead Redemption would be awesome, but then you got like dysentery. It's true. Uh, it's really hot. Real disease. It's tough. It's but you've crazy. also got the slow mo six shooter. Oh yeah, you thing. do. That's what oh, I. Oh, do I like. get the abilities uh, of the game oh, as yeah. well? Oh okay. yeah. But you're not an undead nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to be. That. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was like, woo, that's a. Um, well, I, I would. I don't remember too much about Infamous. Was Infamous? I know there's like a city, but was there like an infection that happened, or was that yeah, like the second one? I think. Oh, I don't know. I played all three. I played like the first one, and I was like, "Oh, dude, that'd be dope to have that power." Um, If like electricity, yeah, I would would probably do like infamous. I'd be like, "Oh, check out me! I got my cool jacket, and I can shoot." You look a little infamous with the way you dress. Definitely not any of the zombie ones, though. That's for sure. That's just too gnarly, Alex. Um, although I only paid like about half an hour to an hour of it. Having the little uh, phone in Watch Dogs would be pretty fucking cool. That's true. You know, going to the ATM. To You're basically just living in Boston. <laughs> turning yeah. a very, very ugly but Boston. But everyone's not Africa. friendly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can live in Boston right now if you yeah. want to. <laughs> and I could give you a phone. I'll give you a little phone that pretends to beep boop. Yeah. <laughs> because beep, I'm, I'm just not getting any cash out of the ATM. <laughs> this is bullshit. So anyway, I didn't like that game very much. Uh... That would be cool though, that little thing. Um, yeah, I'd probably go with Red Dead again. Red oh. Dead. You know, I can handle the dysentery. <laughs> That's what you think. I get my little That's what you six think, shooter. Can you handle the zombies? <laughs> no, I would not live in Undead. <laughs> no, no, but no, no. it's going to happen because it's in the Red Dead world, dude. It's a matter of time until someone yeah. uploads that DLC. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. fucked. No! <laughs> um, I, would live in, I would live in Skyrim still because, yeah, like the game... That I, that's all I can say I do it for escapism so the one I want to play the most is normally the one I'd want to live in the most because that's why I would play it and for me wandering around a snowy landscape yeah. and I could just find a little hovel if I wanted to if there's too many dragons 
hide in my little cave or something be quite happy i'd kind of like to live somewhere where i could learn magical abilities slowly as well yeah. be kind of full, cool go to mage guild or something um yeah skyrim for me all yeah. right what about minecraft yeah i kind of put <laughs> minecraft because that's the most open world game there is really yeah. but it doesn't fall into the bracket of what we're talking about so apologies if we haven't talked about that too much um sex in minecraft would be difficult um all right anything <laughs> anything else anyone wants to add we good uh, we, uh yep that was our extended celebration topic for fallout 4 which we now have just uh one and two and a half hours till it unlocks my console so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go sit in front of that and wait for it uh literally just stare at it i'm just gonna stare at it until it goes beep uh Justin, thank you yeah for thanks guesting. for having me i really appreciate it i like being here um so yeah this is <laughs> sorry the video stuff didn't work out uh at least we're halfway there there's <clears throat> some of it in video and next week we're gonna we'll have a different camera so it should all be good we're learning um i now know how much data my card can read when at a certain resolution <laughs> so yeah. i'm was learning it things 5k it had to be 5k for the room no i think i went down to 4k in the end um, but then I put a, a big compression on it and it told me it should be able to do a long time mm. like much longer than it did but anyway it stopped working when you got your junk out yeah uh, yeah. yeah I was worried about I was like whipping it out and it was by just the way like, can you can you put it can you put it away this uh, yeah. <laughs> is making me uncomfortable it's looking Sorry, at it let me just it's covered, just it's it, covered in ranch dressing put it back this. in your tinfoil pants <laughs> Sorry, if I can just and <laughs> Uh, you can uh, yeah our website will be up in a few days there we are Tessellate 2S2Ls you can check us out on all the social medias uh, we are Tessellate on Instagram on Twitter um, send us some feedback you please please if you listen to this and you've made it to the end well done um, and go to Congratulations. iTunes uh, just search in the podcast for Tessellate it's the easiest way we'll be right there at the top subscribe to our podcast leave us a review all that good stuff um, you can talk to me directly at Mr. Al White on Twitter, also on Xbox and PSN if you want to play video games. Alex. Hey, contact me at Alexander Child on Twitter. You can find me on PSN and Xbox. Um, I'm Rainbow Chard, all one word. And Justin, you don't have to give out your console. You yeah, just, you, know. uh, you can just find me around Los Santos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I have Instagram. It's Radley. Radley, how do you spell be, that? Uh, <clears throat> no, it's it's literally it's Radley, like oh, I T S R A D L E Y. Good to know. Yeah, Good to know. that's pretty much my video game names too. Damn it! No, they know me. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm on Los Santos. Um, <laughs> He'll punch you in the face and take your money. Yeah, I, I, uh, I stabbed a dude because <laughs> <laughs> he hit me with a car and I took him out. I was like, online and he like he stepped out after he hit me, and then I just like walked up to him slow with my spooky face and then I stabbed him and he died. You just got to hide in your apartment. And then he picked me up later with a helicopter. He was actually a really nice guy. I felt That's how you make, I felt <laughs> exactly. how you make friends like, in LA. Take a yeah. Yeah. So. I, like, I just like hiding in the apartment. Pissing people off and hiding in the apartment and then just hear them all ringing your doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, nope, I'm going to watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Or look through the like, uh, telescope. Yeah, the telescope. Watch what the shit's going on. Oh, I love it. Um, all right, that was the show. Thank you for listening. We'll be back Thank this you. time next week Thanks. with some Fallout opinions. And we're out. Geeks. 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 Geeks.